hustle every single day. I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave. Through the system, I don't wanna be a slave. I've been doing shit my way, uh, or the highway. And in the driveway, is a nice range. Cause I grind through the climb, I invite pain. You'll never hear me, bitch, nah, I don't complain. Just gotta flip the switch and you can go and obtain. Anything you want, anything you need. Your mind's got the key ingredient, it's belief. Better see with the negativity. But I just slide right by that energy. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never ran, said a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Some batter in your brain. That's why they say, fake it till you make it, eh? And if you play that game, then you just might make a change. Rearrange all the bad to okay. Take the worst I say and turn them to a game. Take the best I say and put them on display. On repeat in your brain till you're feeling no more pain. Never slow yourself down, you can do some more. Push past, start a pain, and you'll find a door. Open it up, and finally explore. Grab everything that you thought you could never do before. Take 
Take the worst I say and turn them to a game. Take the best I say and put them on display. On repeat in your brain till you're feeling no more pain. Uh. Never slow yourself down, you can do some more. Push past all the pain and you'll find a door. Open it up and finally explore everything that you thought you could never do before. Uh. And even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answer no, man, I still go. Wrap up your Monday with some laughs. Make sure to join Will, Seven, Dan the Dick Warner, and Josie as they dive into the hottest topics of the week across sports, including baseball, basketball, and the NFL. You can catch the episode live Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern on YouTube.com forward slash the Sports Report Podcast or Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern on West Coast Radio. Don't miss the Sports Report Podcast. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Hustle out, hustle every single day. I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave. To the system, I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit my way uh, Or the highway And in the driveway Is a nice range Cause I grind through the climb I invite pain You'll never hear me, bitch Nah, I don't complain Just gotta flip the switch And you can go and obtain Anything you want Anything you need Your mind's got the key ingredients Believe They'll see with the negative Even when you feel low You can still go Even when you feel slow You can still go Oh, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sports Report Podcast. I'm your moderator, Mr. William D. Morgan. Man, I had to send Seven off to Asia, man. I need me a couple of Asian women. Say, no, send, you know, Seven over, give me some couple of Asian women, bring a couple of Asian women back with them, and, you know, your brother be fine. So we don't have Seven with us tonight. However, I do have a crew still. First, they're bringing my best friend. This person is a huge Houston Astros fan. Oh, the Houston Astros. Let me bring on Josie. Josie, what's up? What's up, buddy? How you doing? How you doing? I'm excited. I'm, I'm upset and excited. I'm excited. My team's one and one. They didn't look good in game one, but they're one and one. Mm-hmm. We, I'm supposed to be watching them right now. But, right now. But due to weather, it got caught. Goddamn Philadelphia. <laughs> Next, we're bring on my co-owner of, what is it? Walmart and Trailer Parts. Yes, Walmart, Walmart and Trailer Parts. And trailer parts. He, he is my co-owner. Let me bring on. Oh, he also says, he also has said LeBron or Braun in every show he's been on. Every show. 
And and he's got the newest show on the sports report. The yes, he does. Yes, it, with it, the it, dick. I can add myself to the stream now. They gave me the power. Fuck, what were we thinking? <laughs> and he then he did, then he pulls himself off the stream. <laughs> What's up? I was man? gonna be uh I was gonna be uh, Gene for Halloween and just not show up. <laughs> Count it. Oh snap! Count it. Oh snap! He was talking trash too. He was talking trash on the um on Facebook. We got the best two and five team. No, you know, we blew your ass out. But either way, um, all right, let's go ahead. Since we don't so, have seven, Dan, we're gonna rely. He's not here. We're gonna have to here. rely on Dan to talk some. Dan, you well, have to pull double duty, my friend. He's so still here. He you dropped us a little video. Oh, he did? Okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. he did. All Listen right. to the video. I want to be the best in the game. Invest in my name. Check no restraints. I'm obsessed with the pain. I ingest, I retain. Assess and I change. Possessed by the thought I'll be free one day from society's restraints. Money. Hey, everybody. Seven here with the seventh inning stretch pre-recorded for the first time in my tenure with the Sports Report. Uh, spending time with my son this evening, taking a trick-or-treating. Really excited for that. Uh, sorry for those of you that missed the World Series Game 2 broadcast on Saturday. We had a lot of fun on Twitch, me, Josie, and Stefan Weaver uh, talking about the game. And uh, we had some good baseball. Um, great thing about the Phillies, despite the fact that they lost that game, the Phillies have proven throughout this postseason that they're always in it. I think that Game 3, which was postponed to Tuesday, will be very talented. Uh, my actual official prediction is whoever wins game three wins the World Series. And I could be wrong. I'm, you know, I'm wrong a lot. I'm married. It happens. But with the way that the momentum in this game, in this, in this series is gone, it is very much anyone's game at this point. I know that Houston fans don't want to admit that because Houston has been one of the best teams in baseball this year. And that's great. That's great. Houston has been one of the best teams in baseball this year. But when you look at the World Series, the hottest team is the one that finds the most success in the Fall Classic. And the hottest team right now is the Phillies. Uh, we did see in Game 2 Altuve's bat light up. It does seem like Altuve is back. I'm sure Josie will back that claim up. Got to go back to that consistency for Altuve for that to matter. Altuve is going to be a huge piece for the Astros' success in Game 3. And like I said, ultimately whether or not they will win the World Series. Uh, it was definitely definitely a great game, Game 2. Uh, game 1 saw Philly do, do more than we thought. Just completely dominated Game 1 despite... Verlander coming out and throwing three up, three down through the first three innings and Houston scoring first. Philly took over in the fourth inning in that game. Um, ended up winning game one. That's why the series is split. Like I said, I am very excited for game three. I do firmly believe that whoever wins game three will win the series. So definitely count it. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, there, there's a lot of great baseball. We're already seeing some news around judge unfollowing the Yankees on Instagram and Twitter. I think that's more to get their attention than anything else, but we also need to be aware that multiple organizations are prepared to back a money truck up to Aaron judges 
home residence and give him what he wants. Uh, game three of the World Series was postponed because of weather up in Philly. Lots of rain going through there right now. Um, so we will see that tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, and we'll go from there. We'll see what happens. I don't think they're going to put it, put regardless of weather, I don't think we're going to be in a situation where we see some double headers because the World Series actually started a little sooner than uh, Major League Baseball thought. So I think there's some time there still where everything will be fine with the window that they wanted to have. Uh, but we'll see what happens. But as of right now, single game tomorrow, game three in Philly, and uh, we'll see what happens. I will post my predictions for game three on sports report in the morning. And yeah, as far as I'm concerned, go Phillies, but this is still very much anyone's game. I love you all. Thank you for watching and supporting the sports report. Uh, and I want to close with a few thoughts for the guys and Josie as things will kick back to them. Fuck you. No, that, that really about sums it. Fuck you. Have a great day, everybody. How is he not even here and he fucking gets us? He's not even here. See, what is he going to do, y'all? He's going to go trick-or-treat with his son first, and then he's going to do the assignment that I gave him. So we'll see how that works out. I was going to be I was gonna be seven for Halloween, and then I realized I couldn't be boring enough. Oh! Ooh. Hello. Hello. Got him. There's a few things. Oh, hey. Uh, also, yeah, Seven, if you're going to use the uh, count it hash line, I have that copyrighted. So uh, just send so me the money. Pay you, owe Dan, you owe Dan 25 cents. <laughs> it's like it's like a fraction of one cent. But if he says it enough, it'll, it, it builds but, up. Uh, but he did pick the Phillies to win the next game. Well, So, it, so is this to... a type of team that can, that can just grind it out and get the – I'm not saying they're not talented, but on paper, that lineup is not as talented as the Astros. Is this no. the type of team that has to grind it out? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily grind it out. What, And this is coming from an Astros fan. What Philly has on their side is the same thing that uh, terrified me I the other night. Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I was wondering because I saw him looking at the chat. So Yeah, that's my that's my fault. Um, I'm still learning, guys, how to use this. You're this good, bud. So actually, of, uh, here, I'll take a second. I don't care. You see that down there at the bottom where it says invite? Yeah. Oh, okay. Click that, and it'll give you a little link. Oh. You just copy and paste it and throw it in our chat. Cool. Super easy. I got you. Yeah. Uh, carry on. You're good. I got it. Um. Anyway, Philly is in straight-up comeback mode. Like, Straight up comeback mode. Will beat me to it anyway. God dang it. Come on, did. <laughs> um, game two, they almost did what they did in game one. Mm. Like ninth inning, they went from no runs to three runs. Mm. And they they gave themselves a shot. Now the extra Astros closed that door and they <sighs> won game two. But seven's not wrong. I can't argue with it. Whoever wins tomorrow night, I would give them a 90% chance that they win the series because really the Astros need to go in there and win tomorrow night to kill that Philly, the Philly energy. Because you know the crowd going to be rocking. Oh my God. They're going to be 
worse than New York, which is saying oh, some. Oh, which, yeah. Dan, we have not been on since the ALCS ended. But I got to say, yeah, I yeah. was impressed with the New York fans and the respect yeah. I felt like they gave our fans. I was surprised that when uh, we dude. won, there was 200-plus Astros up, fans guys? in that stadium. What's up? Rooting on that team. Right. Which I was, I was impressed. I was how many? Two hundred people, two hundred Astros fans still in the stadium after for the oh, ALCS. Oh wow! Yeah, I I don't know I don't know where people get the Yankees. Like, yes, there's there's obviously drunk outfield fans that like, but like there's bad ones in every crowd. Like I don't think I think that we're more like classic. The Astros got into a fight with the with the Bra- with um, Braves fans last year. So I mean, uh, there's bad fans it? in every Cleveland's um, center fielder Miles Straw. Got into it with Yankees fans. I don't know if you guys saw any of that. He, uh, but yeah, it was they, they were throwing stuff at him in the outfield and shit. John Carlo and shit. But that that happens in a lot of stadiums, man. I don't. I, I think that people just don't like Yan- the Yankees fans in general, so they're going to try and. And I, I don't think they're that not classy, but but um, I, honestly, I think the Philly fans are going to be more rowdy and more brutal tomorrow than the Yankee fans were at all in any of those games. They they are just like that's the word for them. They're just like they're they're rowdy. They're they're rowdier. Like it's, it seems like um, the Yankees and a lot of other teams are more like just kind of baseball clap. You know, like it's like, like yeah, they're they're yelling and stuff. They're screaming during the playoffs. But like, dude, it gets fucking crazy like a party inside Philly Stadium, dude. Like those motherfuckers are like chugging beers and mm-hmm. like, doing the wave. Yeah, I feel like if there's two stadiums in baseball that it's are probably the like toughest. To play in two stadiums in baseball, it'd probably be Phillies and it'd probably be uh, Boston because just Boston fans are just gone. dirt bags. Dirt bags. Absolute, Thank absolute you. Dirt bags. Yeah, they're absolute dirt bags. Um, they are just racist dirt bags. <laughs> Does somebody you have they racist. You know they race. I couldn't be a I, I couldn't be a black athlete in Boston. I really couldn't. Uh, Yankee fans just intimidated by the intelligence of Boston fans and don't know how to process their pain. Ooh. But um. Getting back to this World Series, I mean, he's Seven brought up a lot of points. That first game, like, uh, Verlander came out, was pitching great, but he went through that lineup and then died out. And we talked about this a lot on the live stream Saturday. He's 6.08 in the World Series. That is the statistics of a reliever that gets the bad draw a lot mm. when they're losing to just try and stop the bleeding. Like, and got to remember if our generation, Verlander is probably one of the greatest pitchers of our generation. I realize he's a little bit he older is. than us, most of us, but uh he's first 39. ballot hall of famer. I mean, so he's around our ages. Yeah. Uh, first ballot hall of famer, three times Cy Young probably after this year. Um, and his his hall his World Series record he's zero and seven after that loss, and Ooh, I didn't know that. You got to give it to the bullpen of the Astros because they kept us in that game. They did, yeah, because the bats went dead. Verlander going out like that, the confidence for the team it just shattered. There was no confidence game one after he went out like that. Let me ask you a question, Joe. Let me ask you a question. I mean, cut you off, Dan. Let me ask you a question, Josie. Are you um, are you concerned about the Dusty Baker factor? Because he's choked away in some games. I don't feel like he's choked away some games. I feel like 
I mean, just and in general, of his just in general, of his his team. of his record of, of his, yeah, 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 general, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, because I would say more Dusty is cursed than it's Dusty's fault. Mm. Dusty just he, he almost seems like he is just not destined to win the big one. I mean, he should got now, he should have got one with Barry. Remember, it's one and one. We're still very early off in this World Series. A lot of things could happen, but I still. I think Houston's gonna win. I still think Houston will win it too. They should. They I, should. They're a better team. And we we've got to talk about. I want to finish what I was saying on game one, but I we got to talk about game two and the things that I saw in game two that I think will propel Houston to win. But Verlander has got to come out of game. And I I think he will start game four on Wednesday probably, and he's got to come out tough. He has got to come out and do one of the best performances he's had, and he's got to win. He's got to win. I, I think a lot of Dusty Baker's thing is like it looks like that dude ate a pot brownie like forty five minutes before every single game, all the time. And he's just like so relaxed, dude. Like he all does, the time. he never has a sense of urgency, and like I don't know if that's good in a World Series. Like Who it's wins? good for the whole year until you get to the World Series where urgency is needed. He's just uh, – I feel like it's the goes back to that player-coach thing that we talked about. He stays calm, so the players stay calm. Who's, he who's, feels like if he's constantly calm, the players won't get but – Who's bigger? Who's bigger, Andy Reid or Dusty Baker? Like, like bigger? bigger? Like physically? Yeah. Physically? Oh, I think uh, Reid. I think Andy Reid, yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely, definitely fat-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Reid's way fatter than Dusty Baker. Yeah. Now, if you believe all the rumors around Dusty Baker, that man is involved in a lot of pop culture. Like, supposedly co-inventor of the handshake. Like, Bro, I feel like Dusty Baker just goes home after, like, a hard World Series game, and, like, instead of, like, icing his knees or anything, he just sits down and plays blues guitar. And just like, oh, and then a man, like just to himself and his, and his I knew Hank Aaron in his in his like single bedroom apartment, yeah, just like on his on his fucking electric guitar, just like singing it, jamming out song sad songs. Yes, big show. Yes, there's a big bad show tonight. Game two is even though uh, Valdez didn't have the greatest game, he did manage to go seven innings, which was amazing for our bullpen after game one and having to come in and save that game for what they did and gave them a much needed rest. And because we only had to use two pitchers from the bullpen Saturday night, and that was mm-hmm. very good for us. Um, again, two days back, finally, finally came alive. He went three for four. Um, they were good hits instead of garbage hits, unlike the other three. And so hopefully that last Jordan has got to make start having some resemblance of the ALDS. He does this every year in the playoffs. He goes cold. He's got to wake up. Um, but what honestly, I think Jordan Alvarez. Oh, yeah. He's he, been cold he's been... since the ALDS. He has yeah, a great he... ALDS and he's done nothing since. Non-existent. Non-existent. He can't. He can't be non-existent. He was. Oh, I think he's like three for twenty-four at the start of that last game for, and ten of those were strikeouts. This big boy baseball, y'all gotta, y'all gotta show up. I mean, and the thing about like both teams, like we've said about the Astros over and over, they've got a lineup that can constantly kill you. The Phillies have that too, and they're just they they have the they are coming alive at the right moment and doing the right things and. What hurt them the other day is we also got to talk. Harper lost that streak, longest playoff hit streak ever, eleven games. He <laughs> lost it on Saturday, and 
him not hitting is a big hit hurt for Philly. I think it says a lot about how hard baseball is because in a lot of other sports, you can just kind of will a lot of like, no, no, um, you can kind of just will people across the line, like getting pumped up enough that they'll just like, you know, jump an extra little bit or run, run an extra man. hard run. Um, and that in, in baseball, dude, you gotta, like, you gotta be cold as ice the whole time. Yep. Yep. I was thinking, I think about this a lot watching it is, you know, these guys are up there just like, I want a home run. I want to blast this out of the park, but it is one of the only things in sports that you can't you, like you, you can get lucky for a catch or, uh, in into an end zone or a shot in a hoop, but like. So many things have to line up for a home run every single time. Thousands of little variables have to Absolutely. line up just right every single time. The tiniest of revolutions. It's so crazy when Pena or when uh, Tucker in game one went two and been the first Astro to do it in a playoff or in Can a World Series. Let me move over to Stats real quick and get his thoughts on the World Can Series I... thus far. Stats, what you thinking, man? Oh, he, no, no sound. He's no muted. sound, Stats. He's not. He's muted. been muted. He's muted on his side if he's muted. Nope, he's not. Nope. You're just not getting any no sound. Not getting any audio from him. You figure that out, Staxi. We'll be we'll be here. Um, we you're, you're fine. You can do it on you can do it on camera. I don't give a shit. You do it, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, you're fine. Um wasn't gonna say, oh uh, just jump in when you got dude when Bregman. Yeah, jump in, man. So can I just give fucking Alex Bregman some props at this point, dude? That yeah. dude, that dude. That dude's wiener just must be the size of like it. It looked like it looked like a tube sock filled with wet sand. Just I got I gotta just, say oh, I gotta say oh, um, even though he had he didn't that. have a good game two. He went over four. I ain't coming for two. that. Hold on, that's now. a good one. That's cool. But still, though, I mean, but like that dude is wise, cold, dude. Like every oh, and he still just, had a good defensive game in game two. And, I think he might be a serial killer. And Stefan was saying it. One of the best overall players in baseball. Absolutely. The best third baseman right now in baseball. Dude, Stefan is so good, by the way. Can I just say oh that? Oh, my like, God. That, that, dude, that dude, as an analyst, is unbelievable. Like, he, if you, he, dude, he was – He's very he good. Was, he was just – all he was doing the other day was listening to me and Seven call the game. He didn't have it on TV. And he's sitting there pulling stats for guys out of his head like it's nothing yeah and he knows i i finally got to ask him some questions because like you really you know when you watch sports and you try and like get into a player's head and you're like well why do they do this and why do they do that i got to ask Stefan a question that i've wanted to ask a major league pitcher probably since i was a kid and that is what as a pitcher do you want more do you want the immaculate inning which, if you don't know what that is, that is three, three up, three down, three pitches to every pitcher, three strikes, three outs. Or do you want three pop-ups, three outs, out of the inning? Stefan, now, th- mind you, this is biased. This is going to be pitcher to pitcher of how they want it and how they think it. Hang on real quick, just to clarify the question first. Three pop-ups on three pitches? Yes. Three, okay, up, three but that, straight but that's, outs. That's an immaculate inning. No, an immaculate inning in Major League Baseball. Oh, where they you strike everybody out. Nine, it's yeah, nine pitches. Have, okay, yeah, nine, nine pitches straight. I got you. So, you want the nine? Stefan wants the three. He said he takes easier care. on his arm. It, it's it, in his mind, and mind you, Stefan comes from a different era. 
he was talking about in a game where he would throw 150, 200 pitches yeah. a game because yeah. different era. It, there wasn't pitch counts when Stefan was pitching one. Two, mm-hmm. it was a different era of a pitcher. Like, and it, and they weren't just like gassing out. Like like relievers now, dude, are just balls to the wall as hard as they can for as many pitches as they can. And back then they were they were going more for longevity because they yeah. couldn't just destroy arms out of the bullpen. Like they didn't have dudes that were just you know like the, every team didn't have five guys in their bullpen that threw a hundred. You know, like that's it just wasn't happening. So like you had to kind of stretch it out a little bit. If you had a good pitcher, he had to go a while. So like he gets touched up. He still got to go. So you can't be throwing fucking 101 all the time. Like you got to slow it down. So there, there wasn't as much depth, which hurt them. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, they, they probably could have done comparable to what the guys do now, but um, yeah, so dude, Stefan's so good. Um, so yeah, I got I, I, I to ask him a bunch of, a bunch of questions. The first time I talked with him, we, we need to have him on the sports report one day because he is just a it. wealth, wealth of baseball knowledge. He like, he's, he's amazing. Uh, the, and, the the way he 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 thinks about it very much in a player standpoint and a pitcher standpoint and he yeah you're like you said Dan you can just you can pick his brain for hours the the best thing the best story he told me is uh he like long story short he just told me about showing up at Yankee Stadium for the first time like and he he had to take a cab there oh my he, like, god he got called up he got called up like that day and he he took a cab there like two hours before the game. And he was, he just literally walked in the front door. Like there was fans like going in with tickets and stuff. And he just like walked and he was like, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Just like basically. And then he just walked into the locker room and they had, uh, they had his locker next to who was it? God damn it. I can't remember. I think it was, ah, I want to say it was like Mattingly or something or something like his locker was right next to just some legend. And he just like walked in for the first time and his locker was just with his number on and everything just right. And he was like, what am I doing here? (laughs) He's like, what am I doing here? Yeah, it's great. Great stuff. Um, so yeah, Stefan Stefan Weaver, guys, is, is was a former pitcher for the Yankees. He is with uh, he does uh, winter meetings with seven on Sundays, and like I said, he's a wealth of baseball knowledge, and we're gonna get him on here soon. Uh, all right, he is. we need to move on. I need, I want to talk about Aaron Judge, and we need to move off of baseball onto the rest. But uh, stacks, can you hear us? Can we hear you? Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Hey, there it is. There's that there sexy is. voice. There it is. Ow! What's going on, Stack? One eight hundred. One eight hundred. I'm here for you. Yes. Oh. He just talks. He just talks sensually to you. He just talks to you. Uh, I could waste thousands of dollars on that. Yep. <laughs> my um, my phone bill is going to be huge. Um. So, Stacks, what's your opinions on the series so far? Yeah, I, I I didn't have a chance to watch Saturday. Unfortunately, I was working, so I didn't get a I I didn't get a no chance. Excuses. To, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, game one, you know, I was a little surprised. You know, you guys kind of already hit on it, especially with Verlander. Um, that that was a little rough. Hopefully, um, you know, um, when they need him later in the series, hopefully he can come in and and dominate. Um, but Stacks. yeah. Um, I was trying to think here. I was trying Stacks. to see. Yeah, what's I, talk, up? I, I talked to your mom today. Oh, yeah, you said that. How's not a, how's not that? a joke? I talked to Stack's mom today. <laughs> wow. How's that? Um, how, how's that lovely lady? Uh, she she was great. She's awesome. She uh, she told me like she basically told me that Stacks has always just been like a wealth of statistical sports knowledge. It's just like been forever. She's like, oh god, he loves sports. He sure does. Like, I was like, yeah, no shit. I'm telling you. It it, yeah. it it bugs me sometimes because like I'm the only like 
person I would only classify as a fan on here. Wrestling, I'm I'm kind of more than the fan, but like <laughs> all of these guys are such a wealth of of specific sports knowledge. Like Dan can talk NBA statistics with you for hours. Stacks yeah. probably can too. Will oh, knows yeah. wrestling history like the back of his freaking hand. Uh, and di- and as we always say, Sevens forgot more about baseball than we all know together. I was gonna uh, say I should take well, I mean, seven on speak, baseball. That's speak for speak for yourself. Yeah, right? Dan <laughs> rivals seven in his baseball knowledge as well. And right. it um, blow and I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable on a lot of sports topics, but y'all blow me away. Well, you can just tell that we obviously all enjoyed it as kids. Like we actually like yeah. like watching yes. it so much. Like that yeah. when you when you're when you are passionate about something, you're gonna learn stuff about it naturally. Yeah. Like you're just gonna Absolutely. know what and remember it because it's important. So like to you, you know what I'm saying? So like that's right. all it is. And and I, I understand how like dumb sports is, but like it's my dumb. All right. <laughs> yeah, like you, you you guys go out to yeah. your fucking to your things where you dress up like knights and fucking hit each other with armor and shit. Um you guys do all that stuff, all right? We we just watch bounces of balls and things like that. It's <laughs> my dumb. It's our right. dumb. So real quick before we, I know we need to move on, Will. I know we need to move on, but real mm-hmm. quick, I do want to get Dan's opinion. Dan, are you still sure Judge is going to end up a Yankee? Uh, no, I'm Yankee. not sure. I've I've never been sure. I th- oh no no no, that's right. Last week you were you were about fifty fifty yards. I so, sal- that's right. I mean, I did I did the whole rant where I was like, yeah, that that brought him back because he saw all that shit with the pageantry and all that stuff, which I I still believe that. I think it's probably seated in his head, but I don't think Aaron Judge is all about that life. To tell you the truth, I don't think Aaron Judge is about lights and glory and I, that I think you just wants to win do you, do you think part of well do you do you think part of him though really just wants to be that small town boy and play for his hometown team that's actually more of it stacks i think i think that he, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's don't the think money or the winning at all no i don't think he cares about winning i think he wants to have an easy life i think he's an easygoing guy who wants to have an easy life and like his life is never going to be easy comparatively so what's the easiest situation definitely san francisco Come back next week. We're having a sale on Bergenstocks. That place is, yeah, like that place, the Bay is. I mean, it's it's alluring. It's his hometown. It's California, bro. It's California. And I mean, man. If, if, if ask everybody the question here, Dan, I know your answer. I know my answer. I think I know Will's answer. If you had the, if you were a major league player and you had the chance to play for your childhood team that you rooted on for your entire life. Dan, I know for a fact you would be playing for the Yankees. I know for the fact I'd be playing for the Astros. Like, that's that's just – that fulfills every dream you had as a kid wanting to be a pro athlete. You wanted to play for that specific team that you grew up loving. And, Sounds like a lot of pressure. I mean, it's definitely a lot of pressure, but you're telling you me – You're a lot of pressure too, but – but you're, t- yeah, I'm saying, Dan, like you're a major league baseball player and New York wants to sign you. You're telling me you're not jumping on that like that. That's my personality, though. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, I just that that greatness is just like a magnet to me. Like, I love the greatness. Like, that's just that's just my personality. See, but the same thing for me. Like, if I were in that level and a Houston team wanted to sign me, it would be no thought. I don't care what they were willing. I, I would probably take less money to sign with a Houston team. Than the sign with someone else. But you're saying that, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like Jose Ramirez just Jose Ramirez took like eighty less million dollars than he could have. And they asked him why. They're like, What you took two twenty instead of three ten, three hundred and ten million dollars. And he was like, it was like ninety million dollars difference. And he was like, I don't care. He's like, 
He's like, there's not a whole ton of difference between 310 million and 220 million dollars. It's like, I'm gonna be fine. Really He's like, my level. family's gonna be fine. He's like, I'm just comfortable here. I like the people here. He's like, I like where I'm at. At that level, you've got fu money times 20. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Parents don't yeah, like what you, you do. do. Fuck you, mom and dad. So that's fuck you money. Last question on this, Will, and then we'll move to the next. Uh, sure. Where's he end up, Dan? Judge. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I I got I mean I'm I'm leaning towards that he comes back to New York and I'm and I'm actually on the fence about whether I want him back in New York honestly at this point I I, on, think, I am I think San Francisco is going to back up the money truck and his just hometown boy wants he's going into San Francisco that's the best bet I think that's the best bet like I, I would like to look at the Vegas line on it honestly because I bet the Vegas line has San Francisco uh, as the favorite to sign him I'll look at it but I bet they do because that that makes the most sense. Like he's probably gonna leave, but where's that, he going? I mean, where's he going? Stacks. Um. Yeah. You know. Uh, like you guys said, I think San Francisco. Like you said, I think it it pulls at the the kid in him uh, at the old heartstrings, and uh, you know it, it it'll help that they're gonna back. Like you said, back a truck up to him and give him whatever he wants. Well, you Stacks. saw the report this week. They cleared so much cap money. Yep. Absolutely. So much cap money. So they, I mean, they're gonna back that truck up, and he, and like I said, I don't think money matters much to him. But so the the biggest thing was gonna be like unfinished business in New York, whatever. I don't think that's even real, honestly. I don't think that's real. Not his um, head. Also, he just finished some pretty fucking good business in New yeah, York. Yeah, I was gonna he say he set, a, he set a record. He set a record like one of the biggest, one of the biggest records oh, in baseball. Hill. He can leave New York and he'll go down in history. He just signed his first ballot Hall of Fame right there. It's all downhill. I don't know, but that's if he, if he just doesn't play another game. Yet? If he doesn't play another game, he's not a Hall of Famer at all. You don't think so? He's got to no. He's got to play out his career. He's got to. We get, had that. I mean, we had that discussion months. on the live stream about Tuve, and I said that he's definitely Was a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. At the moment, he's not a first ballot. If he gets another ring, that would seal his first ballot. He's not a unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer. He's not Jeter or like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not those guys. Like, he's not. But he's also got Barry five, Bonds. He's got five or seven years still left in him. But absolutely. Will, yeah. You answer the question and you can move us along. Will, where, where's, where's Judge ended up? You know what? I, everybody's saying the Giants, and I got to agree. I, I, I think, agree. I think it's Giants or New York. I don't, the, think I don't think anybody else. I don't think it's anybody else. The Giants get the, both teams got the money to throw at them. It's a clear two horse race at this point. Yep, yep. It's a clear. I mean, there's even no, though the I, Dodgers are probably going to throw something crazy at him just to try. But. If he goes, if he goes to the Dodgers, um, they're going to have less of a chance of winning it. Like because because that it just the more stacked less they of get, a chance of being the last, the less of a chance they that. have. Like they, they should just strip that roster down and just sign Jose Trevino. Like <laughs> yeah, like just just strip it down to like some bare bones. You know, like get your payroll down to like the A's payroll, and then you guys might have a shot. Because obviously, you buying a title is not really happening. Yep. I count the bubble titles, but will. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you I mean, win, you win. I mean, it's like the Lakers. Yeah, but it was a I know that's why I said season. Like the and they usually play you, 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 games. We don't like it. We can't stand it because we know everything that went into it. But at the end of the day, they still won, and you have to give them credit for that. 
you could say that that's that's where the talent came through at is because the fans weren't involved. So it was literally just talent versus talent. I think it's the fact that you gave LeBron and AD that chance to rest. I was Um, still talking about the um, Dodgers, but if you want to make this personal, it's fine. No, Um, I'm just saying you gave them, you gave it like like you gave them that time to rest. That's what I'm saying. Um, And if you want a a championship in a bubble situation like they did, hey. I'm saying that like, but without the fans though, and like the fan added experience, wouldn't it be just talent versus talent? Yeah, it'd be like, it would be like a pickup game, point. but a very yeah. serious pickup game. Yeah. yeah, it'd be whoever, it's whoever like, taking out the momentum. Also, would it still have that asterisk if, it, if the Lakers weren't the ones that won that? Like, would would we consider, you know, say Miami wins that, are we talking about, you know, are we putting an asterisk right there? I think it's a really like, good point, Stax. Yeah. You're not. I mean, no. It probably wouldn't be as an argument if, if it was anybody but the Lakers. Oh, Kawhi Leonard's getting celebrated, getting carried around, carried around Toronto on a, on a golden bed. As he should. As Kawhi should. As he should. He deserves (laughs) Um, the greatest of treatments. All right. So I guess that's going to take us into the hardwood. Yep. That was going to take us into the hardwood. Dan, you're up, my friend. Let's get there. You up, my friend. Let's go. Seven, Lakers I see you're get, watching. I need a sexy parlay from you since you're not looking at the chat. Lakers get their first win of the season, guys, with Russell what? Westbrook coming off the bench. Um, they on a on a more interesting note, Will. I wrote a song called Josie Haney. No, I'm just kidding. Nah. I did actually. He I'm not says kidding. I'm gonna hate it, so I'm pretty sure it's he's just not gonna insulting. hate it. <laughs> I think he's gonna. It's not insulting. It's borderline insulting. Um, no. Uh, yeah, Lakers get the first win. Uh, what is it? The, I've, I'm going to keep saying this, and I think it's completely true, and you guys are going to see it eventually. That season does not start until Russell Westbrook is off that team. It doesn't start. <laughs> we can start talking about LeBron's greatness and non-greatness when he gets the biggest distraction that his entire rest of his team has because I don't think it's affecting LeBron at all because I think that LeBron's does he's such in a stratosphere above that at this point that he doesn't care about what Russell Westbrook is doing, but he does understand that that's affecting the rest of the team, which affects him because if he doesn't have any help, Anthony Davis looked really good the other night. He did. Um, There was nobody on that team that can guard him. So like, he's just going to find matchups. The guy's seven foot tall and handles. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt Dan. I'm not on the level. But is is from what I've seen, if Davis can stay healthy, if he can legitimately stay healthy, he will be an asset to that team. Him That's and always been the case. Are That's good. That's always been the case. It's, and it's yeah, you just don't see yeah. much of it, <laughs> dude. Anthony Davis is legitimately, barring yeah. injury, in street clothes. Yeah. He is one of the top five NBA players right now. Still, right now. He's one of the top five talents in the NBA. Like, he's a top five talent. He's probably number five. Somewhere in that area. Like, as far as, like, if you were just to, like, put a basketball player into a machine and go, hey, this is what we want for, like, right now as as the NBA is being played. Anthony Davis, Giannis. Giannis is obviously, like, Giannis is, like, the one that you just – He's on a uh, tier by himself. You, yeah. you, you like put that yeah. into the machine and then you jammed a bunch of testosterone into it, like just with it. And then that, and Giannis came out the other side. But like, <laughs> if you just were doing like a pickup game basketball player, you're going Anthony, like he's, you know, he was a point guard until he was what, 16? Josie, you probably didn't know that. 
He uh he grew ten inches. He grew ten inches from fifteen to sixteen years old. So he was handled like a point guard, and then he that basically he just like it, it was a weird thing that happened. He's kind of like a freak thing, you know. So he's like Frankenstein sort of, or like Spider Man. But um, just something weird happened where he just grew ten inches, and now he, he can handle like. But yeah, but barring injury is the whole thing. Like if you can't stay healthy, and I don't think Anthony Davis wants to stay healthy. To tell you the truth, I've said this before. I think he got all that money. And Anthony Davis did exactly what I would do because I don't love playing basketball. I would just quit. I I I go to practice and shit still, and I'd be there, but like I don't know if I'm like really putting my whole heart and soul into it. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to go eat some fucking, you know, some clams at a fucking bar afterwards. And you know, <laughs> Dad like, only says that because they would find him money if he missed practice. Like that's I'm the just, only here, I'm just here so really I'm be find. in practice. I'm just uh, like, here so I won't get he, Yeah, he'd be pulling a Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I won't get Absolutely. Fine. Absolutely. <laughs> I would also do the same end zone dance where I grab my dick into the way on the way in the end zone. That'd be Dan, my end zone it's, dance it's too. The, Dan, it's a Larry Sanders situation. <laughs> with, absolutely. And with uh with A D. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He dude, I, I, I don't know. Like we can sit here and say, like, oh, he's a top five talent. I and he, I think he is, obviously. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you. It doesn't matter. If you can't stay, it doesn't matter. I mean, we talk about it all the time about if you can't stay healthy, it doesn't matter how good you are in whatever sport, whether it be basketball, wrestling, football. Like we've seen some amazing talents that just can't stay healthy. He's already been hurt this season, too, guys. Right, and he's got nagging. It's always nagging something. But Josie, this shows you how important the mind is to the athletic body. Um, Sports Support After Dark specializes in that Thursdays at uh, 10 Eastern. Dun, 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 dun. Um, but yes, there you go. Thursdays at 10, 10 Eastern, uh, Sports Support After Dark. Um, shamelessly plugging in. No, it, yes. it does. It shows that like, demeanor, attitude are like huge, are huge. Jose Altuve is not a Hall of Famer without Jose Altuve's work ethic, his attitude, and the way that he approaches the game. Alex and, Bregman... I mean- is not a top five major league baseball player talent wise. That motherfucker is not. He's like five ten, dude. He looks like my. Accountant. It's the way he is the aura. Even when he's giving a, a interview after a win, he's got this just bad mother bad serial killer aura. Aura like just and it's it, it we you're right, Dan. Y'all talk about this on After Dark a lot and just the mind frame of a pro athlete and how you've always got to be like. I am the absolute best at what I do, and no one is going to be better than me. And that mindset is probably 80% of it. Yes, it's conditioning and making your body be amazing, but if your mind is not behind it, you're never going to do everything else. Go read a Dennis Rodman or a Ben Simmons biography or anything that's happened in their lives, and that's why we do the Sports Bird After Dark. Cause that, cause those guys are just, they could have been the, like, that's always my argument with Will is like, if, if LeBron has MJ's mindset, that's the greatest player that's ever played. It's a oh, rap. God, it's a yeah. rap. Well, Gonzo. It's a rap. He's well, averaging 35. Dan, here, here's one for you. You give both, uh, you give one of those guys Kobe's work ethic, like, I think Jordan has. I mean, I think yeah, both I those guys say, have incredibly. And listening to Jordan, and listening to Jordan, he will say Kobe's work ethic surpassed him because he had to because Kobe's talent didn't surpass him. Not quite. 
Not quite. There was something about Jordan I'm that just Kobe saying, didn't imagine, have. Imagine, imagine, because we're no, no one here is going to argue that those aren't the three best basketball players to ever do it. No one here is going to argue that. But imagine you combine There's the strengths. Yeah. Huh? There's people who are, will argue that. Uh, you would argue against the – Kobe, the top Kobe. three. That's my top three, but I think that's, there's. I'm saying right here. I'm saying right three. here. Yeah. These four people, yeah. right here. Oh no. Yes. So, um, <laughs> imagine you take all three of those guys' strengths and put them into one basketball player. It, um, it, it would be insane. Literally. You, I think that Kobe gets Kobe gets a lot of shit, and I think that people discount him because they feel like his game was plagiarized. They feel like he copied Jordan. Which he'll admit he did. He, he watched did. every video, even his interview style. Like that's why LeBron was kind of a different issue because he doesn't play anything like Michael Jordan. There's yeah, no there's no that's no, why, they there's thought, no like LeBron. That's why, they, that's why people think he's soft. I mean, that's why people think he's soft. It is. And and yep. like LeBron learned the soccer rules. Okay. So LeBron learned the NBA with its soccer rules as they are now. And if you guys don't know what I mean by that, football, um, they flop a lot. And they have yeah. for years. It's a thing. They play the referees. Same they complain constantly. And it's it an works. And yeah. it works mm -hmm. because it fucking works because that's how the game is. That's just how they play it. And somewhere mm -hmm. in the middle of here with Kobe, and I'm, we have to blame Kobe partially because he used to do the same shit. They, they figured out how to soccer the referees. Like, I'm the best player. Like, you better fucking – if somebody touches me, yellow card. Like, if somebody touches me, two shots. And Dwayne Wade taught you that in 2006 in the NBA Finals. Mm -hmm. he, also had he also had Tim Donahue out there, who was fucking <laughs> the, thir the third best player. Helping him out. Donahue, the Helping him out. <laughs> third best player. Cheating ass. Third best player. There's a – dude, go back and I, – I can't even watch it anymore because I get infuriated. I get fucking infuriated. There, there's um, another catchphrase of the sports report. Steve Donahue was the third best player – or Tim Donahue was the third best player on the Miami Heat. He, in 2006, he was. <laughs> in 2006. And he, he was just a shine sight worse that, than Chad. That one and never forget that Ben Roethlisberger is a rapist. It was like, like D-Wade – Shaq Donahue, just right, right there was Donahue. Don, Shaq was on the backside. Shaq, Shaq was out of overweight, eating chili dogs. That motherfucker. Like, well, I, we, I, I think we've talked about this before. Imagine Shaq with Kobe's work ethic. Shaq would have oh my been God. the best player of all time. He would look like actually like a monster from the movie Space Jam, like the purple one. And he would have been like, able to hit a few free throws here and there too. I think absolutely, yeah, just yeah, breaking no backboards like he, he like they have to. They're like Shaq, you can't dunk it. He's like, what I can't dunk it, and like just breaking backboards like every game you go to is like, oh god, this is a six-hour well, thing. Isn't Shaq the reason they did away with the actual glass backboards because he did break a few? He did, yeah, he did. He that broke one in an NBA team. game, and then I think he broke mm -hmm. one in college for sure at LSU. He definitely mm -hmm. did that, and he—I don't think he broke the one in LSU. He pulled it down off he the suspension. He pulled it down. Yeah, like mm -hmm. the suspension came down with it, and then in the NBA, I mean, he shattered the whole back. Yeah, off. we've all seen the video of the one she shattered. Yeah, and that's—I that might have been in college yeah. too, though. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember, but that 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 Shaq was a freak. That guy was a freak. He was—he didn't have an ounce of fat on him because he was like nineteen, just a freak. Orlando Shaq, basically. Orlando Shaq. Orlando yeah. Shaq did all, most sure. of the damage, yeah. Yeah. And then he just like no figured doubt. out that he could just be a tank. Like he could just yep. be like, like I can just be a tank. I don't need to be a, an aircraft carrier. I can just be a tank. I just, <laughs> just bowl through everything, get in the post, weigh 340 pounds, game over. Hmm. Get to the free throw line. Damn, that's a lot of weight. So, Dan, who's your dark horse for the NBA this year? 
Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers are definitely. definitely you think they're going to make their first little run without LeBron. Finally, uh, they should. I think that the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to be a competitor in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think really? that's yeah. I think that they Don't will make the Eastern Conference Finals. Fire right now. I think yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll think the, I'll give the Cavs credit. They're a lot better than what they should be. You saw that improvement last year, and now you're seeing it really come to fruition. Well, you but, that helps. but yeah, but <laughs> that my helps. but my thing is, I just don't know if they have enough to take on a healthy Bucks team. Um, I say healthy because you got to get Middleton back. But once you get everybody back on that team, I don't know if the Cavs has what it takes to get past the Bucks. I don't or know. Boston for that matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is on the second tier of NBA superstars at this point. Like he's. Yeah. I would say that right now, as as far as overall players go, he's probably five top five or six in the NBA right now. I think there's a, only a couple of guys you can call better than Donovan Mitchell right now. Um, one of them is obviously Giannis. One of them is definitely Luca. And then outside of that, it's a fucking crapshoot. I might he's he might be the third best player in the NBA right now. Like um, that's crazy. And and he's on a, ro- a roster with Jared Allen, who's a great role guy, mm-hmm. like seven seven one plays defense, catches lobs. Every championship team needs one of those. Honestly, look at every championship team in the last 15 years. They've all had a lob defense block guy. Um, JaVale McGee being the one on like five of those teams. Weird. Um, 2020 Lakers and then four of those Golden State teams. Uh, but like, so he kind of filled in a lot of the gaps. But like, they're, all, they're always just one of those guys that does that. Um, he's a great one. Um, Sexton, they moved off him. He was just like a weird, like take all the shots guy. Um but yeah, so I mean, they, they just how they work as a team is interesting, and um, it, it's just it, they, they're just put together well. I mean, it's um, what's it? it's David Griffin still, so I mean, yeah, so he's he's good at putting together teams. I mean, he drafted LeBron James, so can't be the dumbest guy in the world. That was a that was a pretty much given. I think I think everybody pretty much Man. pretty much drafts him at that in that position. Man, Popovich probably wouldn't. No, I've never had an issue with Bron. Take Darko. I've never really had a Bron issue with Bron and coaches. I think the only the coach that really got kind of screwed by LeBron was Mike Brown, but that was back in the day. So he did, and 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 Lou Tyron Lou um, stood up to LeBron, and not many people had done that before, and Mm -hmm. so he just loves Tyron Lou and Tyron Lou from Stacks, Nebraska, Nebraska, Um, Nebraska. Yes, sir. Nebraska. The one claim to fame. Yes. I was gonna say Absolutely. one claim that don't forget about Kevin Love though. Kevin Love's still on that Cavs team. Don't, Kevin, Kevin Love, Love had Kevin eight threes Love. the other night. Eight threes. Eight threes. Eight threes. Twenty nine points, man. Yeah. Hit Nuts. eight threes. They have Evan Mobley. Evan, Evan Mobley. Mobley. Evan Mobley. Young, man. Small forward. Guards four positions. Stud. They're versatile. They're dangerous. They're young. They're going to make a run in the playoffs. They're Isaac Okoro the off the bench. He hasn't been productive, but that dude can clamp it down when he needs to. He can. Isaac Okoro. Yeah, no doubt. Fun uh, fact for you guys. Only one of one trading card I've ever pulled in my entire life. You know, guys know what a one of one is, right? It's the only one ever made. Mm. Isaac, Isaac Okoro. Interesting. From anybody? Isaac, oh, God, you're going to do that. Syracuse? No. Uh, SEC? I'll help you out. Uh... Damn. Um, Tennessee. Close. Alabama. Arkansas. Carolina. That was Bama. Auburn. 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 We suck yeah. again. 
on Isaac that, um, on that, any final thoughts before we move on from the basketball? You my can Pelican, catch all man. this and my more Pelican. on Pelican. Wednesday. Pelican. Wednesday's at nine. The hardwood. The hardwood. Wait, nine or ten? Ten. Ten. Ten Eastern. Sorry, ten nine Eastern. Central. So, nine yeah. Central. Ten Eastern. Seven. Nine seven nine Pacific. Nebraska uh, eight, friends, it's eight, nine o'clock. Thank you. Eight Mountain. Um, four Hawaii. Time. Seven Pacific. Specific time. Specific time. Don't forget about the Pelicans, though, man. The Pelicans. I'm telling you. Oh no, 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 no! We ain't gonna forget them. They're playing well. Oh, I'm telling you, they had some injuries, but they're playing well. Yep, they'll be fine. How about Hopefully. how about the struggles no, of Golden State and the Golden State fucking? Um, sorry, I totally bumped that on accident. I was muting everybody. Um, what the hell did you say, Dan? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the hell? Totally bumped that on accident. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Uh-oh. Yeah, but. I forgot what I said now. God damn it, Josie. <laughs> um, but on that, well, oh, we got to take a break. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's oh, go ahead and move on over to a small taste be of what you're going to get tomorrow night with myself and Josie. When we go over to text, that's going to be with us too. Like we and talk if about, Dan will actually going. do it, Dan come produce. Yep, if Dan wants to. He can come produce. Um, Learning the ropes there, Dan. Shut up, Stacks. (laughs) (laughs) It's nice, isn't it, Dan? It's nice to have the The power. power. The power. The power and the glory. A lot of people are. A lot of people. So All right, let's about. go ahead and move on to our Josie's Fight Night segment. Go ahead, Josie. Break it down. So I want to talk about tonight my thing. And again, we can catch all this and more tomorrow night, 10 Central, with me, Stax, and Will. And we're going to break down all the stuff that's happened this week in the world of wrestling and combat sports. Wasn't there a UFC fight this weekend, too? I believe there was, wasn't there? I believe so. So we'll be talking about that. And Did all... Ken Shamrock fight? Shit. Um, but what I want to talk about is it sounds like the AW all out investigation has come to a close. And it does sound like CM Puck is no longer AEW. Will, we called him weeks ago, it. but it sounds like uh, the CM Punk 2.0 era is over. CM Punk, you. He CM Punk us. He CM Punk us. Um, Stacks, did you watch AEW this week? Um, not, I mean, outside of kind of what we talked about last week, I, I didn't have a chance. I, I, I worked with a little youth basketball this weekend, so I didn't have a chance. So, uh, uh to watch. Ref, showed ref a little uh, no, yet. I, uh, I, I did a little site supervising and stuff like that. So, oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, the upper management. They yeah, showed a, have been, a little bit, a little bit. They showed a vignette of the Bucks and Elite and talking about how they were instrumental in it and haven't been here and they kept fading them out of their pictures it was a weird little vignette so but uh the room i just read an article right before the show that said that no most of uh people backstage in aw don't want to work with punk and the ones that do really don't even want to but they're willing to and like people like jericho have even come out and said he doesn't want to work with them 
and people don't feel like he's worth the drama. Um, so the buyout is coming. What I constantly keep hearing is that they're stuck on the no, no compete and how long that's going to last. Uh, it's customarily 90 days. It's customarily 90 days. For I mean, you I, can put whatever language I, you want, but you know what he's going to do. It's customarily 90 days when, one, a contract has been completed. Mm-hmm. Or the company is ending it and setting the terms. They are asking him to forego a contract and take it probably a certain amount of money instead. So they can kind of set the terms on how long they want the no compete. And considering he still would have probably, I would say, three to four years left on his contract, they're probably wanting a no compete close to that. I bet. I would put money. Good. I have a two. I have a two question. Two question thing. I'm so lost on all of the AEW stuff. Like I, I really am. I'm gonna have to start producing the show to like learn knowledge about it. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. I got it's him to watch stuff. like it's a lot of stuff. I got him. I got him to watch an episode one time. Stacks and he loved it. Did he? I did. It, I, yeah, I kind of enjoyed tough. it. It's until I, I enjoyed it until like okay. So I enjoy the actual match. Right, yeah. but I yeah. cannot do, dude. I grew up with like the dudes, like Steve Austin and yeah. those guys controlling rings, like that. Uh-huh. And then I was a kid, so I don't even know if it was good. It was probably as shitty as it is now. Yeah. Like I, I just, yeah. I, I just hold it to like such a high standard. And when some of these do start talking, oh, yeah. I'm like, is this what people like want to see? Like I'm, this is it's ridiculous. worse. Talking yeah. to yeah. people, talking to people yeah. in me and Will who go back and watch the old stuff on a like going and back. Yeah. Stone Cold and The Rock and Undertaker and Triple H, those were really the best guys. That's yeah, exactly. everybody, after, everybody that after that, yeah, was terrible on the mic mm-hmm. or in the ring or something. Like they were, it, the Attitude Area was so cringe. It's so cringe. <laughs> yeah, like I, I just don't. It, it, I don't know, boggles my mind. That's the only thing I can't. I like the actual action part of it. Like I'm like, well, oh sweet, this is actually like this is cool. Right. And then I get to the talking part. I'm like, a, I have no idea what's going on, which makes it worse, right? I mean, it's going to. Like I don't know what's going on, so I. I mean, you just I'm gotta like, dive in. Like you gotta do what me and Stacks are doing. Which Mar, remember, reminder, Stacks NXT yep, tomorrow. I got NXT. it. You gotta got do it. what me and Stacks are doing. We gotta you do just, it. You have to dive in and commit for a month. I might. I, I might end up hitting my head up against a brick, but I'm gonna do it while, <laughs> while watching. And we're but. we're gonna be watching. Neither of us have watched NXT in no. oh god, it's been probably a couple since of years. Black and gold since black, since and, black gold, and gold at Jersey. least since black and gold. And so no we we agreed last week uh, on Fight Night that we're both mm-hmm. gonna watch it straight for a month. That's four episodes because we want to give it a fair shot. And you then should. if we don't like it. We're gonna try something else, Stax. We go NWA yeah. or MLW or something. Yeah, I might, guys, I might, I might even jump. I might even get on your offer with with TNA, man. And yeah, and, uh, I mean, at, you, that, TNA. at that rate, I, I don't, I don't know what the difference is at, the, at at this rate between TNA and and what they got going over there on NXT. So uh, TNA is a better product. I, I know. I'm just kidding. At the moment, Josie, <laughs> if you've seen Stax's wife, he's already in on the TNA. He's in on it. He's been in on it. <laughs> No, um, uh, but um, yeah. So I, the the whole punch experiment is a failure. It's probably AEW's yeah. first big failure. 
Hey, Jim, um, I, have a, I have a question for you when you get done, too. Yeah, what's up? Go right I ahead. Mean, I, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you, but, but, I just, but I just thought, um, do you think Tony, Tony Khan uh, was the one that made that call to Punk, or did he have somebody else do it since he's a little bitch? <laughs> you know I like Great TK. Question. You know I like TK. So well, I mean, I, I, do, I do too, but when it comes to Punk, he's, he's a little too much of a fanboy. And he, uh, I bet you Shivani made it, honestly. Yep. Right, Giovanni's the new lead, yep. new head of talent relations HR. So that would be within his. Yep. To, In his realm of duties, I would think so. In closing fight night, will real quick. In closing fight night, I, I have a two part one answer question for everybody. You got to do it quick. It's got to be two words: yes, yes, no, no. I wasn't quite you, done there. Have you been in this fight? And did you win your first fight? No and no. I have guesses on this. No, no and no. And no and no. So so no would be the the the, the you know, Okay. I know Will's been in a fight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes and yes. Will yes says yes. hell yeah. Okay. Yes and yes. Those are those weren't my get I've been in a know, fight, I, but I don't really count it because it was with I, family and like I like got punched in right, the Right, it wasn't head. like that. That's more of like, like a, a on, like a full on fist brawl there, Josie. Like uh, a I've never been in like a full on fist fight oh, like that. We want you got to like, recall it, one of the most painful times of your life and tell it to us in detail, okay? <laughs> go, go. Not quite. Um, but yeah. I did get into a fight with my brother where he punched me in the back of the head and I threw his ass across the room. Well, brothers, though, I don't, I don't know if that counts because don't brothers don't say shit at each other. Brothers got a hug. Brothers got a hug. Brothers, yeah. brothers got a hug. Brothers got a hug. We did. I bet. I mean, my I brother like kicks me in the balls a lot. <laughs> Is it weird that I can tell by Will's demeanor that he's been in this fight? No. No, he's just so casual about it. And that, right. That's how it is when the fight's so, over. Guys, heart rate never goes over 40. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, catch us tomorrow night. We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about... I wanted to give it some time to see where he was at, but I wanted to spend some time on Hangman and Page. We introduced some new segments yesterday or last week that we're going to be yeah. doing it, doing the show like that again. So flowed really uh, well, guys. I yeah. loved it. It worked it really did. well. So we'll be talking about our highlights of wrestling this week, and this is going to be highlights or lowlights, either something we loved or something we hated. Because there was a couple of things this week I watched that I was just like, "What the fuck?" Where hey. where Josie was right, where Josie was wrong. Damn. <laughs> and then our, our pro our uh wrestling highlighter wrestling highlight inside of me of the week. Um should we be talking about CM Punk? No. Uh we're, we're gonna be talking about some hook. I want to talk about oh, hook. Doctor uh, Hook? The the you, handsome devil. Josie, do you have his shirt yet? No. Unfortunately, uh, Josie is broke. Well, that's fair. And uh, can't buy any of those type of things right now. So also, did anybody else see real quick while we're on while we're on the fight stuff? Um, WWE's thinking about uh, putting money in the bank at WrestleMania instead of having a solo pay per view for that. I loved it when it was a mania. Yep, I, I agree. Mania. I agree. And I don't think it needs. It's, its, it's lost its luster. It's lost its luster. I I personally, and I've said this I don't know how many times, will but. How do I feel about uh, gimmick pay-per-views? You don't like them. <laughs> gimmick pay-per-views to me just mm-hmm. 
Extreme Rules was the best gimmick pay-per-view they've had in years. And the reason I say that is because every match actually had an extreme stipulation yep. or something. And it, it wasn't it was, Vince McMahon ran. That's it, what it, happened well, there. The last few years, there's been like one extreme match on the whole card. Mm-hmm. Well, think about think about like the the history of their of their main events. Like you had Hell in a Cell has a mm-hmm. specific thing, right? Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble has a specific thing. Yeah, but WrestleMania Hell was is... always just like the best matches of the best guys, and it's just not there. I don't think there's enough depth to do that anymore. You know, like that that was what WrestleMania was though. <laughs> No, Royal Rumble is still by far um, their number two pay per view, and it—it's not that. It's in Hell in a Cell didn't start off its own pay per view anyway uh, either. The only gimmick pay per views I think there should be is Rumble mm-hmm. and King of the Ring. Yep. Those are the only two gimmick pay per views, and those aren't really mm-hmm. gimmicks; they're tournaments or a battle royale, like. I just don't think gimmicks like Hell in a Cell and tables and ladders and all those things were meant for ending of feuds. They were supposed to be the big payoff to an end of feud. <coughs> I feel like putting it as a stipulation to a whole pay-per-view weakens it. So Where does the, where does the Undertaker-Mankind boiler room match rank all time? <coughs> oh, man. Uh, top three. Only only to maybe be top by their Hell in a Cell match. Their Hell in a Cell match when he threw uh, Mankind off the cell is probably one of the greatest matches of all time. I remember playing WWF No Mercy on Nintendo 64, and you could play in the boiler boiler room. You could play in the boiler room. Well, Will, Stax, we need to do an episode one time about and talk about classic uh, wrestling video games. Because no mercy's got to be up there. Oh, no mercy by far is is someone who's in the fandom a lot on all this (laughs) is probably by far one of the most popular wrestling games in the wrestling community. Before it's time, there was a career mode on that shit. Like Uh there was a career mode. Nature wrestling, like that was like probably that SmackDown versus Raw 07 is one you hear a lot. Oh yeah, 0706, yeah. 0706, Mm -hmm. um, and then, what is it? It's, oh, just bring it, just bring it. Just bring it, let's call it. Just bring it. Absolutely, 1,000%. I've seen the the new ones, and, like, those look like actual matches. I thought I was Uh, watching an actual match for a second. This is why I'm actually, and we're going to move on, but why I'm actually really excited for the AEW game that's coming out, I think it's actually going to be December. Is I pre-ordered sound? that shit, Josie. You did? I pre-ordered that shit. I, I haven't even. I pre-ordered that so shit. So I'm excited, yeah. Stax, because yeah. I think it is going to be more like No Mercy. More like... Yes. I think yep. it's going to take yep. less skill to play because... Absolutely. Dan, I don't yeah. know when's the last time you played like a WWE wrestling game, but I swear Ask to God... Ask me when the last it, time I played a video game was. Well, it, it's, <laughs> it's, like playing, it's like playing NBA 2K, and if anybody understands yep. what I mean, they know... NBA 2K mm-hmm. is one of the toughest video yep. games to play. It's hard it as fuck. So I know that. It's hard. Hard. It's so easy. They don't even have a... NBA a, Live used to be so easy. They don't NBA even have a rookie game. mode. Three. Three. So yeah. the new AEW game is supposed to be less skill and more just having fun and like mm-hmm. being easier to play. So I'm excited yeah. to see that. I think it Absolutely. might bring us back to that day because... WWE games are as realistic and as cool as they have been. Like 
they take it, they've taken it too far with their partnership with EA. Like mm-hmm. the last actual video game that I played, sports video game or video game, period, was General? Tiger Woods Masters Jesus Twelve. Christ, <laughs> seriously. And I I, 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 I well, loved Madden. I loved yes, like the career mode. Well. I'm here. I got some going on with the YouTube channel. That's on I'm PS, to, that's PS3. Madden Masters 12, Tiger Woods. Well, fucking great game. We're, Madden uh, after 11. You might as well just you might as well pack it up. Talk about it. Just don't yeah. even talk about it. It's like Madden 2011. Pack that. Shit. I mean, I still love Madden. I I haven't played I it in a few years. I, I tell you, what are the best sports games for not for being fun and happy? You being able to really tweak the levels of it and play and learn. The MLB The Show. It is such a great game. And like it, it doesn't it. matter your skill level, you can go and play and have a blast on that game. Guys, um, clearly the actual sport I, I slash I video game. The sport slash video game obviously is Wee Bowling. Okay. This is the iconic. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's the iconic. You gotta do it on resort though, not on Wee Bowling normal, because resort actually adds a little bit of extra <laughs> sensitivity to the stroke. And later I'll give it to Tori. I've already given Dan it. Dan knows all about that. <laughs> All about the stroke. um, On that note, we're going to take a really fast commercial break. um, And and then we're going to come back and talk huddle. And we're going to talk XFL because teams were announced today, baby. Notice you're the only one excited about that. Uh, I am not the only one excited about that. I know Mr. Morgan is excited about that. Well, we also need to get into a few of these games and um, talk about uh, what Chicago did. a A lot to talk about in football. Because we need to also talk about what the Bears did because they are yep. in full rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. Oh, my and goodness. Dan, 100%. you need to be excited about that because if the XFL wasn't a thing, none of this would be a thing. Same with I my just, Steelers, too. Full just like to, uh, no, this would still be a thing. It really um, wouldn't. It really, it really wouldn't. wouldn't. It, it would. really wouldn't. I mean, that's, how, that, that's how everything four, started with me. It started four years ago this month. Guys. With me. Do you think you wouldn't be in podcasting at all? Like I'll you still just, be here, you, but you, I won't be doing just, this show. Oh, well, I won't be doing this show. And what? And I probably wouldn't have well not like asked me. <laughs> let's not give. Let's not give the XFL any credit. Okay. <laughs> and on that so disrespectful. So disrespectful. Well, I mean, it's it's so the minor leagues. Disrespectful. So next next we talk Triple A. Scranton. Wrap up your Monday with some laughs. Make sure to join Will, Seven, Dan the Dick Warner, and Josie as they dive into the hottest topics of the week across sports, including baseball, basketball, and the NFL. You can catch the episode live Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern on YouTube.com forward slash the Sports Report Podcast or Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern on West Coast Radio. Don't miss the Sports Report Podcast. Don't miss Fight Night. 
Every Tuesday night, Will Morgan and Josie Haney break down the hottest topics of the week across combat sports, including UFC, boxing, WWE, AEW, and more. Past episodes are available on youtube.com forward slash the sports report podcast, and each episode will air again Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern on West Coast Radio. Don't miss Fight Night. Tune in or tap out. Put the kids to bed, put on your shades, and crack open a cold one during Sports Report After Dark with Seven and Dan the Dick Warner. You can catch After Dark Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern on YouTube.com forward slash the Sports Report podcast, and again Saturday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern on West Coast Radio. We believe that athletes are people too, and Skip Bayless is one of the lizard people. Don't miss Sports Report After Dark. All right, everybody, we are back. We are back. We got a lot to talk about in football in general. But first, I want to go ahead and knock out this XFL news that we got coming out today. And then after that, we'll go ahead and get into the National Football League and what the Bears are doing to destroy. I don't like it on top. But let's go ahead and get started (laughs) with the XFL. Josie, take it away. It's too much work for you, Dan. Um. Today, XFL like uh the team names uh, for each team that they announced back in July. You A lot of the teams that were named in the XFL 2.0 uh, that came back are using those same names. The only one, Will, that got a change. Did you notice this? Seattle? Yeah. Sea but you know what's going to happen, though. The Sea Dragons, though. <laughs> You know I was gonna change though. I, I think the Seattle Dragons was better. That would have been fine, but but you was, know what was gonna change? Was this fucking Westeros? I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Sea um, Dragons. So you got um, the fucking. They did. Uh, they are naming instead of Dallas. It's Arlington. Arlington mm-hmm. Renegades. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the D- Jerry Jones probably had something to say about that. <laughs> Like no other Dallas has a football game. Uh, well, no you talk about enough. that. You it's talk only going to be the that. Dallas Cowboys. It's only going to be the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. That's all it's going to be, the Dallas Cowboys. You talk about that, but I'm going to talk about Houston in a second. DC Defenders returning. Um, defenders were a great team. Excited for that. That's. We'll see what comes from that. So, what, Houston, I'm sorry. What's up? What's the London Silly Nanny's record look like? Is it fuck off? <laughs> Pretty good. Um, so the Houston Roughnecks. Will I was surprised in the announcement that they are <laughs> returning? Why were you shot by that? Because they were XFL was threatened to be sued by the Astros and the ten, Titans for the emblem, um, and was told I heard that they were going to end up changing the name, and the emblem isn't quite the same as it, it was. It is different. It's more of an H. Then it is the actual way, like yeah. But uh, there are people. You know, 
But the thing Still about watching it, though, they were like the Jersey. best team. They were like the best Shut team up, in the whole. Man. They were like the best team in the whole league. And the truth is showing it too. Shout out to PJ Walker. But yeah. the whole, but the that trouble. was, but that was the best team in the, in the XFL. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'm excited for maybe there'll be a trade and the Houston Texans will be going step in there, stepping in, and, and then the, the Rednecks will go or whatever their name is, they'll go up. They'll trade a starting left tackle for like four yeah, I mean, of those XFL I mean, guys. Uh, they won't be the same without the truth. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, St. Louis, though, they got their team back. Paul Pierce, Battlehawks, baby. Battlehawks. I love that be, name. I love that. Oh, logo gotta be happy about that, though. I love that, that logo, too. About that. I love yeah, that logo too. Cool. That logo is yeah. fire. Uh, that logo is good. Orlando's getting the Guardians. Um, San Antonio, you know, is like celebrating their asses off. They finally have a pro football team. They have fought for this for years. And I'm sorry, but you know the Rock named this team. It's the San Antonio Brahmas. We're gonna have to see if they go and support because this yeah. is my issue. We got three teams. And yeah, three teams in you Texas. Got, you got three teams in Texas, so we have to see if they go support. I um, think, honestly, truly, I'll call, I'll, down there. I'll call this right now. San Antonio loves their football. They have been chomping at the bit, and you see what they do for UTSA games now. They are selling out that huge Alamo Dome all the time for um, UTSA home games. So I believe... San Antonio will be the one setting records in Texas as far as attendance. Um, especially when you got a, they've got one of the bigger names, not necessarily for coaching, but one of the bigger names so far in the league. Mike Riley. Heinz Ward is their head coach. Yeah. Blocking so. wide receiver. And then you got the Vegas that. Vipers. Um, Damn it. I'm excited. I like, I, I like where the teams ended up. I'm excited that Dan can talk all the shit he wants, but this is going to be good for the NFL. They're going to be working with the NFL in I'm, trying to innovate and make the game better. Um, and what's wrong with more football? This is really going to actually going to start right after the uh, the Super Bowl. So, on behalf of the law firm of Ruth Rosarena. Have you had to listen to the last 40 minutes of the sports report? You might be entitled to a compensation. We understand that you didn't have any idea what the fuck we were talking about. Call one 800 XFL, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let's move on. Let's I'm not going to do it because I'm not being um, mature, right? All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's go ahead and get into the hoodie, y'all. Let's go. Let's get it. There. It's better. <laughs> Josie's always on top. All right, let's go ahead and get in, uh, get into it. First thing I want to talk about today: the Bears are in the news. Raquan Smith, their best the player on defense, is gone. He has been traded to the Baltimore Ravens for a second and a six. Stacks, I'm gonna go to you. Yeah. Do you think they got enough for a player of his caliber? Because I'm thinking he should have been a first round pick, not a second and a six. Oh, absolutely. I think. Yep. I think he should have been a first round pick. Um, with that, I I like it because Baltimore needs help defensively. Yes. So it's 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 perfect for them. Uh, Raekwon or Raekwon obviously, uh, you know, had his uh, spats with uh, Chicago, and 
it's unfortunate for them they couldn't get a deal done but you know like like we said earlier they are in a rebuilding period so you know it's 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 kind of a win for Chicago because it kind of gets him off the books a little bit there and at the same time he gets to go play with a uh, a competitor there and try to compete in the AFC so Dude, Will, Raekwon mm-hmm. Smith is a fucking dog. He's a beast. Beast. Dog. Do you understand, like, the fucking mindset yeah. that it takes to play middle linebacker in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you have to be an absolute yeah. fucking madman. Like, you have mm-hmm. to be an absolute madman. There's no, like, downhill every play. Like, dude, I didn't want to play linebacker when I was in high school, bro. When I was playing high school football, I didn't mm-hmm. want to play linebacker. That's that, That's not my – I don't – I'm not trying to like do that every, I'm not, try, I'm not trying to do that every play. Like I, I want to like relax some of the time, you know, like I, that's, that's too much. And like that dude does it on a, the highest level. Those guys are crazy. I, there's not even many linebackers, middle linebackers that exist anymore because the defenses have changed to where it's a hybrid DN who weighs 290 hybrid pounds. DN. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no middle linebackers like, like Mike Singletary anymore. <laughs> there's no, like Roquan Smith Erlacher. is like a dying breed, yeah. dude. Erlacher was yeah. at least like 270, dude. Erlacher yeah. was huge. Right. He's like Rick Smith weighs 240 pounds, dude. He's a safety yep. in the NFL now. And he's just mm-hmm. sticking his head in there every play, dude. That guy is Ray a Lewis dog. would be like your modern day big guy. Yeah, yeah he was about 250, yeah. 60. Yeah, right. like he's he's probably right. big enough. Roquan's yep. a little guy. Just sideline yep. to sideline, just torpedoing people, dude. That guy is a fucking mm-hmm. freak, dude. Dog. Like that. And then in the, and then the other trade. They're pretty much finished off that linebacker core having a couple of days beforehand. Robert Quinn goes from the Bears to the Eagles to fortify that front seven. I like Boy, that move for a fourth round pick. Moves. And I like that and I like that move because Holy now he, he didn't have to worry about being double teamed. That's why I like that move. Um he has the freedom to move around on that defensive front and this and this cause habit. He's and gonna with, eat. And, and with that secondary, the way it's playing right now, oh, oh, they're gonna charge. If, if there's anybody who knows the fear of constantly being double teamed, it is Will, William Morgan. I mean, <laughs> moving on. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, no, but uh, no, the, uh, dude, there, there's a perfect example. Robert Quinn was a was a D end. Robert mm-hmm. Quinn, Robert Quinn was was a two sixty D rush D end who mm-hmm. just. They, they were just like, hey, why don't you just like stand up while you're there? Just don't like, don't get down in three point stance. Just stand up, yep. and then just play both of these positions. And they were like, he was like, ah, oh, sweet, <laughs> like I'm already, I'm already this, and I can be that too. And then they were, I can know, actually do it. He's, oh, yeah. he's one oh, of the yeah. ones who started it for real. Like that was like one of the things. Like he was, they were just like, yeah, you can do it all. Like why don't you just, you know, because nobody is smash mouth running the football anymore. Besides who, the Colts. Because Matt Ryan's their quarterback Titans. or was their quarterback? Yeah, the Bears and the Bears are still playing Smash Mouth. But I think McGurm, in my opinion, David McGurman's the next to go. That's just my opinion. I think he's the next to go. I, I think he should be. I, I I literally I can't David David Montgomery is considered a top 10 running back in the NFL, and I cannot remember one play where I've seen that guy run a ball. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot remember one. That's not a good thing. Like I've seen him run it, I just he's not memorable. That's un- yeah. I, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I don't like dog on guys like that. But like he just he just isn't. Like that's that's just a dude who's just running the ball. That's that that Bill Belichick. We'll put anybody there at tailback, dude. It don't matter who you are. Like if we, yep. if we block it right, you're getting four yards. Like yep. I could be back there. We'll just take a handoff like Toby Gerhardt, but like way less talented. <laughs> Damn man, you had to bring that name up. <laughs> Toby Gerhardt. Uh, how about uh, what Peyton Hillis? 
I'm like, uh, I'm, like, I'm, like I'm, I'm like Peyton Hillis, but like 60 pounds lighter and not athletic. <laughs> you remember? Do you remember when he had he when uh, Peyton Hillis was on the Madden cover? Mm-hmm. He what? He he stole the Madden Madden cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then ripped his knee up. Monday Monday night, Calvin um, Johnson. Calvin Johnson was supposed to be on that. Is that right? Uh, yeah, because they split. Sure. They split Calvin Johnson's with uh, Calvin Johnson was on it with with somebody else, right? Or was that Fitzgerald? And I don't. I can't remember. But like, I feel like yeah. Megatron was split it with somebody else, or he was like on some promo cover or something. So they gave it to Peyton Hills actually, and they were like, "Hey." It's not working out real well. Can we have you, Megatron? <laughs> like, and then we wondered, <laughs> and then we wondered why Calvin retired early. Right, because yeah, he didn't get the respect he deserves. Middle do y'all believe? Do y'all believe? In, do y'all believe in the Madden curse? No, it's not a real thing. Curse no, it's not a real thing. No, <laughs> we don't live in fucking Game of Thrones. Okay, there's not like fucking three-eyed ravens and shit. Um, but what do y'all? Uh, what do y'all think of the Eagles? Best team in the league. Yeah. How long are they gonna stay well, undefeated? They're not looking for a loss until what week twelve, if I remember right. I think they got the Dallas Cowboys in week twelve, and with the way Dallas is not stopping the run, it might be Dallas. They might be Dallas. Well, you know the truth, though. Like they're it's the NFL, bro. You know the truth. They could get beat by the fucking by the whoever's the one silly names next week. Hey, look, I'm no Dallas supporter, but you got to give no, Dallas no, no. I'm saying you know, I'm saying Dallas their props. They are playing well, but if you look at Philly's schedule, and I think it's week 12, they play them. You're right. I, I, I can't. That's the only. That's a loss. I, that's the loss I see, and they might win that game because, like I said, Dallas cannot stop the run. They showed that yesterday. They and, cannot stop the run. Um, the Bears yeah. ran for 240 yards against them. That's almost what they gave up the week before, which was 243. They cannot stop the run, and that's what's going to kill them in the playoffs. We play them teams like Philly when they play um, the 49ers, and more than likely, they're going to have to play the 49ers and the Eagles on the road. So if you can't get that run defense fixed, you are in trouble. They are playing. They've already played the the Dallas once at Dallas. So the next game, game week 12, is in Philly. Mm -hmm. Well, well, you don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now? Nope. No. No. Hell you don't no. You the Kansas City Chiefs are? Hell oh, no. How, how? How? Hell no. 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 Because if you look, because it, okay, you could you can look at it like this. Look at what the Buffalo Bills are doing. Look at what Buffalo Bills are doing. I'm sorry. Both, look at what, I forgot look about what the Bills are doing right. on both sides of the football. They are playing some good football right now, and I know they've kind of like teased us in the past. Which by showing us this before, but this might be it right here, man. Josh this Allen is it. looking. See it to believe it. I gotta out. see it to believe it. Me too. I'm Josh, there with you. But this I, I, I 100% agree with you, Stacks. And like, like I, I kind of feel sometimes that those two, like as good of a wide receiver and quarterback duo they are, they just can't win the big ones. But uh, they're playing lights out right now. Josh Allen is playing like MVP caliber. Uh, he was my preseason MVP. Like he, he was, was like the one overreaction MVP. pick. Yeah. Tell me, yeah. tell yeah. me, he's not right up there with Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he is, right now, oh, he is. Play? It's, yes, it's one A one B right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's yep. be honest. Yeah. It is. Their, their styles of play is just so much yep. different that it's hard yeah. to like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just they're it's just hard to judge. Ones. But yes, they're easily vying for the number one quarterback spot every week. I'll put it this way. If I'm drafting a team off nothing, I get all-time fantasy draft with the quarterbacks in the NFL right now. 
I'm taking Josh Allen number one overall over Patrick Mahomes all day, yeah. all motherfucking day. Yeah. Yeah. If, if if I don't know what offense I'm running or anything, you know, like I don't have like Andy Reid's offense already installed and stuff. I'm taking jo- if jo- if I get raw talent, I'm taking Josh Allen all day. Mm-hmm. So all day. Mm-hmm. What I agree. are we coming into? I agree. We're coming to week eight. Week eight. So yeah. we might as well start it right here now, boys. Four weeks until Deshaun gets the start. You Four. sick fuck. You, you sick fuck. fuck. You, you know what, though? Fuck. You know like what, though? You know what, though? You know what, really, though? actually, though? That's my thing. Oh, yeah. And you know what, though? You got to give Jacob Brissett props because he is yeah, holding it down. Definitely. They he won tonight. That team he, down. They won what, tonight. 32. Right now? Yeah. They won they tonight. 32 them. to 13. Yeah. So shout out. Shout out to the uh, Browns. Right Three and five. Three and five. I mean, with Jacoby Brissett as your QB, you could be in a bat. You figure if they happen to go four straight in the next, Deshaun comes in with a winning record. Well, just now, nobody knows what kind of Deshaun you're going to see. He has not been on a field in two years. I so. think what Will's saying more than that is like Jacoby Brissett's had to handle some shit. That's yeah. That's oh yeah, and, and, he's done, and shout it. out to him because he he's he's he held it down. If he can get if he can get this team to five hundred by the time he returns, he's done his job. It's a yeah. hell of a he's done more than his job. He's went above mm-hmm. and beyond. Yeah, he could, he, that's, he, that's what they, he could be zero and eight right now, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he could be zero and eight, right. and nobody yeah. would be like, yeah. "Oh, be why Texans. isn't Jacoby Brissett picking it up?" Like yeah. nobody's yeah. gonna yeah. be doing that. No one, exactly. no one hopes, do but I don't no know if they expected it. You know, to get them to five hundred before he comes back. I mean, that's what they well tonight. That was the high end. They played well tonight. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals thirty-two to thirteen. No. No Jamal Chase, um, which kind of hurt, but it's all good. Um, you just never out. know what Bengals team you're gonna get. You don't. You, you don't. You don't know which Bengals team you're gonna get. You don't. Um, Cleveland did a good job stopping the run. They, they wouldn't let Mixon start running downhill. Um, they defended the pass well. I think Boyd and I think Boyd caught a touchdown. Um, and I think T Higgins caught one. T Higgins caught one. And that was it. And that was it. So, you know, um, again, you don't know what Bengals team you're going to get. You might get the team that played well the week before last. You might get the team you have now. So, you know. Um, Macaulay Culkin at the quarterback. I mean, he's, he's up and down. He's not having the season he should be coming off the season he had last year. Hold that line, though, though, Josie. That line, yeah, is, that line, that is, line terrible. is terrible. That line is Trash. That line is trash. That line is trash. I still like what I would do. That's what I, I would overplay the. I would overplay the run. Hey, give me step. I will put a seven eight in the box. Yeah. Make you. Be, I'm gonna make you throw to beat me. Josie, that offensive line. Not, not that my opinion means anything, but I, I said his rookie year, like, and the, you know, this was like What's three, up, DC? weeks into the season. I, I said that. Um, What's up, DC? That he, that um, Burrow should request a trade if they're not going to fix that offensive line. And that was like three weeks into his rookie season. And they still have yet to fix it. And if they don't, he's going to yeah. end up like Andrew Luck. Absolutely. Sachs, can I just uh, can I just address that you just said not like my opinion matters? Oh, sorry. Your opinion I, matters. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I Maybe I not to that. anybody else, but to us. But to okay? this show. It- to me. Let's talk about real quick. Let's talk and about Christmas. Hardwood, Ma- 10 Eastern Wednesdays. <laughs> let's talk about Check let's that. talk about Christian McCaffrey real quick. He had one hell of a game. Three total touchdown passes from Christian McCaffrey. Um 
amazing. And the 49ers win went over the Rams 31 to 14. Three total touchdown passes. You're seeing his versatility. Uh, no Debo Samuel, but they still got they still made it through. 49ers, another team that's dangerous. It's as yeah. good as it was. And I realized he was probably playing to say, ha ha, North Carolina, look at what you fucking lost. I keep calling Carolina thing- North Carolina. Huh? Smoking cigarettes, cigars with his dad. The Carolina Panthers, man. Ain't it? Yeah, I know. But <laughs> you know I don't know why. Every time why I, North Carolina? Every, I mean, it ain't because, Charlotte, but still. <laughs> because every time I look at them for some reason, I think in North Carolina. I don't know why. Mm. It's the blue. Mm. I, the blue. I think it is the blue. It's the blue. Because the, the baby blue. Yep. The Tar Heels. Um, but they play, but they are but, playing really well, and they can get after the quarterback too, y'all. Well, this is what I was gonna say. The thing is, is to really like shove it down Carolina's throat. He needs to stay healthy and do that for the rest oh, yeah, of the season. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, Papa um, Ed, Papa Ed will will that along. They'll be oh, some pieces together. <laughs> A couple oh, needles in the thigh will help too. You know. Oh yeah, you know him and him and Ed just doing bench press. Like they have one of those old machines, like with like the weights on the side. Like they're just in the like in the the big ass fucking mansion doing smoking cigars and just doing bench press and just jacking roids into each other. Speaking <laughs> of the Chiefs, um, Kadarius Tony has been traded from the Giants to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's interesting that the Chiefs are taking these wideouts and like throwing like darts at a dartboard, trying to see who's gonna stick. And Catania's Tony looks to be like he, you know, he looks to be talented. Had a handful of good games, but not a, you don't have a big sample size from him. Um, freak at Florida, freak, straight freak. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, Pitts. What do you think? What it, if he starts going off? Who's going to be the guy out of that wide receiver rotation? Uh, IBS or whatever. Got like, uh, Scantling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because he's he just kind of he just kind of matches the mold of like he he's Juju Smith Schuster but like mm-hmm. from Dollar Tree, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like fair. from Wit, like, as, 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 as 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 seven Tony Gladstone would say, <laughs> um, uh, like you got like you got from Wish, like you got fucking yeah Juju Smith Schuster on Wish. That's about a scaling. Oh, I was gonna goodness. be I was gonna be Tony for for Halloween tonight, and I was just gonna say a lot of like I was gonna be like. So, so here's, here's the, you know, here's the point. Here's the deal. I was, I was just going to stop. Here's the deal. And just, yeah, that was, all, that was my, I don't, I can't do a Tony impression. Right. If anybody Russell can. Wilson. Russell Wilson Wilson. picks up a win. I'm sorry. Win in Denver. He picks up a rare win, 27 to 22 over, over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Stacks, that saved Nathaniel Hackett's job. That win saved his job. Is that going to save his job? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, you know, what, what, one week in London, I, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, Broncos country, obviously, let's ride. But, no, I don't I, 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 I don't think it saves him yet. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, no. they, have, that, they have so many issues on, you know, just all over that team that it's just uh, – I don't know, man. And I, I, I still believe in the fact that um, – you know that something happened before Russell got there, and that um, and, and that it was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers in that spot with him, yep, with, yep. with Hackett, and yep. uh, and and they just couldn't get it, they couldn't back out of it in time, um, and they had to scramble. So no, he's not out of the woods yet. In my no, opinion. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I don't think he gets out of the woods because he'll choke again. Dude, I just love Sierra's husband. Um, Sierra's I, husband. I just, 
Sarah's husband. Uh, he's what's you guys said something about Russell? What, what was that? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that Sierra's is. Sarah's husband. Sierra's husband. <laughs> um, I just love how he's become like this sideshow of like, like yeah. he was he he was just the button. So the buttoned up like ultimate quarterback, like ultimate pretty boy quarterback thing that he had going in Seattle at the very beginning. Boy, I liked him. You guys remember that, right? I loved his personality in Seattle. You guys remember that? Like that that was that was his thing. He was the clean cut dude. It has become his weakness. It has become what people hate about him, which is so fucking ironic. It's hilarious to me. Like like that that is why his teammates don't like him because Mm -hmm. they like they're like, you ain't fucking perfect, dude. And I totally get it. Like He's he, he's just trying to like personify it still and be this like pretty boy like just be yourself, Russ. We it's okay. We we get back we, to Wisconsin, Russ. Get back to get back to University of Wisconsin, Russ. You know, I'm Brett thinking, Bielema, I'm thinking this dumb. dude. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah, this dude real. wants to. I think this dude is falling in love with more being a celebrity than he is a football player. I really yeah, think he's a tryhard man. Yeah, like, he, 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 he wants to be a celebrity. He, does, he doesn't love the game. Hard, he hey, you gave him his money. That's the first sign. And I'm gonna bring this up to I'm to to I'm blue in the face. Go back and look at D'Angelo Williams. When D'Angelo Williams got his money, done. he shut it down completely. He was done. Yep. He was Maybe done. Bell. We're gonna we're gonna, we're, we're gonna start Maybe to we're gonna start just calling that a um an AD. Yeah. I, well, mean, I mean, but when he got his money, but when Westbrook, <laughs> when Westbrook got that, but but when Wilson got that money, mm-hmm. he, you saw his focus just bam changed. To mm-hmm. I don't love football anymore. To I want to be more huh. a celebrity with my wife and things. How like many that likes can I get nature. on TikTok, Will? How many likes can I get on TikTok the, before? Sunday? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Guys, and I, I think that's dude. That is that is more common than we know. You guys know that, right? Like, oh, yeah. some of these dudes oh, yeah. do not. Yeah. Okay, some of these guys just got pushed into playing football because they were so over the top good at it that they, they don't actually like doing it. Like they were just so good at it that they just like started doing it. And then now there's all this pressure and shit and people are like, do you really want to win? And they, and some of them are like, not no. really, bro. I just want to like retire. Like I, I just, yeah. I don't want to get hit every day. This isn't for me. Like, I, I want to get my mom my house and call it good. I mean, yeah, I want to buy my mom yeah. a house, read some fucking yeah. books and like yeah. be not remembered right. anymore. Like well, that's okay though. You look it's at all fair. these, all the you, you said it with TikTok. You look at all these football wives that are TikTok famous, and like, and you also be... talk about it too. I don't mean to cut you off, Josie, but also too, uh, they brought it up on the Pat McAfee show. Um, you know, like, 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 like some of these dude wives are keeping these guys in the game way too long. You know, like mm-hmm. some of these older guys keeping them in the game just because. The wife likes the fame. The wife likes posting the fact that, oh, look, I get to see my husband out here. And, you know, look at all this crap. I mean, it's just a lot of pressure on all sides of this. It's nuts. Anyway. An established, no, I, Sax, I'm with you. An established lifestyle. That's it's basically, a, basically yeah. where I was going with it. Right. Is that yeah. these, these women use this fame to better them. And then these men end up taking hits way too long and yep it, it, like we've said many many times football is a rough rough sport and now what we need to get into before we get out of here is um is giselle wrong or is she right in this divorce she wrong Re- hell. recap it real quick and just tell us what you mean by that just just to recap i know i know what is you she mean wrong in divorcing him because he came back to football or is Tom wrong in going back to football? I can see Giselle's side on this. 
for the sheer fact of he is given most of their relationship to football. And he finally said, I was done. And did he or did she say he was done? They obviously came to some amicable agreement at one point because he t- announced that he was done. Or did she just call Schefter and be like, "Hey, report this"? So he, yeah, <laughs> he out of it. Or, I mean, right? Really. And, and, and did and did Tom? It was it not amicable at all? Tom just went, "Yeah, fuck that, I'm playing." Like, AKA he can do why that. they got the divorce in the first place? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. I get it on her side. Okay, Josie, if if her side is the like the Puritan way about it. If she doesn't want him to have CTE when he's 60 and have him not be able to get out of bed when he's 50. And like, she actually legitimately cares for his well being. I'm totally behind Giselle Bunch and I'm on that train 100%. But, but sometimes I don't know if that's the motive behind why, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like you just, if you just want him all for yourself, not, not fair, not fair. Well, not, and not, not a thing. I mean, the fact that he's already got a two hundred million dollar deal, you're not going to get him. Like, I mean, but, but, he's but done with I mean, football. I mean, but at the same, at the point, same time, she, yeah, go ahead. Will. I'm sorry. At, at, at the same point, you divorced a man with a job. The man got a job. He's been a good yeah. man. He's been a good father. Yeah. And to me, and to me, I'm just saying, um, if that's not what Dan was talking about, her intentions. For him, in terms of being concerned about his future health and his, his future health after football, if this is just a power move to say, "Hey, I want you home," uh, I think that's kind of wrong, and I think that's kind of selfish. I just plus doubt- I think, and plus, I think we could still be looking at the same thing, even if you would have retired, because it's a different atmosphere when you're a pro athlete and you retire. You're home. You're not on the road. So that gives you even more yeah. of an opportunity yeah. to get sick and tired of one another, and the mm. and the divorce may have happened anyway. So, dude, Will, we said that, dude. Me and you both dude. said this like six yeah. months ago when he retired. We, when he came back, we were like, we we're like, he doesn't know what to do with himself. Nope. He yeah. doesn't know what to do nope. with himself because we. It's me that and, guy me straight seven, out the military type deal. Yep. Me and Seven have talked about it a yep. lot on After Dark, ten nine Eastern, yep. um, Eastern. Let me see. But like we've talked yep. about it a lot, like. The, the the difference between when you becoming a pro athlete to leaving that is literally it's it's a detachment from all of reality like you're it's such a big change dude it's the weirdest change like these guys don't know what to do with themselves especially a guy like tom brady who's you have to think the fabric of his personality at this point is built in oh, football. Is football. and you can't blame him for it like he's the goat so like Correct. his personality is going to be fabricated a lot on the fact that he's the goat right and if he no longer is the goat the active goat he's the non-active goat and then it gets weird from that like it gets very weird and i don't think tom knows how to handle himself. i don't think he knows how to do anything else i think that's why it goes to the fact dan that goes to the fact that why he's already signed that big contract is he won't have to take a break like he won't have to stop he'll go straight but understand this too but understand this too to whatever he's doing with coaching, probably. But, but, but understand well, he, this too. He no, he signed, signed with Fox. He signed with Fox mm-hmm. to be to, to be a personality for there. So he's commentating football. So he was gonna. So he was gonna be work. He, he was still gonna be working regardless. Regardless, still working. And plus, to me, and maybe I'm just old fashioned. You can call me so like if you want to. I really don't give a damn. When you marry somebody, you marry for bet for better or worse. Or worse. Yeah. And if you can't keep that. 
as a woman who has a high profile husband, not some not somebody middle class, but a high profile husband. If you can't keep your vows to him, as far as we know, Brady, as far as we know, Brady ain't never cheated. Brady ain't never hit her. Brady's never nice. been never been accused of being a rapist. So if you can't keep your vows, and ben Ross, this ben man, might have been a little too inappropriate with the children, but but you right, or, or, or we hadn't heard that either. So I've never unless, wanted to meet Tom Brady's son so much in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but unless he's done, but unless he's been that way, let that man do what he do. Yeah. Well, right. well the you only part forget. of it. Yeah, oh, never Ben Roethlisberger raped women. Um, yeah, yes, Ben Roethlisberger is a rapist. Yes. But, well, the only part of – I'm completely with you the whole way. The only part that I disagree with is, like, when you say that she divorced him because he has a job, I get what you're saying there, but at the same time, that's not a normal job. Not, that, yeah, what, right. what he does is not that, a yeah. normal – like, he's, you know, he's not, he's not a manager at, like, Applebee's. You know what I'm saying? He's not, like, general manager of an Applebee's. Like it, like not that being a general manager of Applebee's is is a bad. Thing. Bad. Um, yeah. Hey, they have great incentives and they really give you the tools to be your own boss. They no, do. Um, they or fifty fourth street if you're Dan. They do. Plus you can. Plus you can eat on more for. Plus you can eat on more for. Guys, I personally have been the general manager of four <laughs> casual restaurants. That's not a joke. Um, but no. <laughs> <laughs> they let me think about just everybody just wrap your mind around way, that. Dan, let's be honest. They let I've, me lead an entire group of employees I've for like long two, periods I've been of time. GM of two restaurants, so that sells a lot for the rest. They let business. both of us <laughs> do that, so like it's it's a tough thing. No, um, it actually is, yeah, but um, it's and just not a normal job. One of the though. toughest jobs. I'm just. It's but, crazy, but it, 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 and like I say, and, and like I Tom Brady, and like I say, we. I agree with you if that's the true intention of it. Um, but if that's not the true intention and you just doing this as a power move to get him to where you want to be, that's toxic. That's toxic as hell. Toxic. And I don't agree with it. Yeah, I don't agree with it. Better and I think too, real quick. I think too, you know, we, we we've talked about how he's gonna have a job because he's you know he's got the fox thing and all that. But at the same time, that's not the same level of commitment. That, that you would nope, have on not that, at that all. you would have throughout the week. You know what I'm not saying? Not at I mean, all. You, I mean, you look at these guys, right? You're you're flying to where you need to be for that game that day. Obviously, you're watching film and stuff, but it's not the same level of intensity as it would be with with playing football. So you would still have a lot of time on your hands to be with let Giselle, be with the kids, all that let, stuff. So I just want to throw that out there. It's not the same level. So. Let no, you do what he do. You're 100 correct, Zach, and I think a big part of it is that locker room. Like there's nothing that compares to that mm -hmm. camaraderie with a you know a group yep. of people that you're going all out with and like any retired in NFL with. player will tell you that right. I mean, there's anything, nothing anything they never get as high. They never get as high as an NFL huddle. Yep. There's not a, right. there's no substitute in the world for being on the field. That's what they all say, and mm -hmm. it only goes downhill from there. From like you point. can yeah, you yeah. can make the downhill gradual like some like like um. Terry Bradshaw, who's just slowly slipping into senility, um, <laughs> like just very, very slowly. And he's made it a good downhill venture. You know, I'm like, he's not like he's not he's not he doesn't have CT. I don't think maybe he does like he's he's very rolling into it. You can do that or you can fall off a cliff. You can fall off an absolute cliff, a.k.a. Junior Seau. Right. Yeah. You can fall off oh, a yeah, fucking right. cliff, dude. That happens yeah. way more often than the fucking Terry Bradshaws do. And I hate to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway because I didn't agree. With, I did not agree with him at the time. Shout out to Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman, yeah, you said it some years ago, and it didn't happen till years later. 
But Matt Kellerman did say at some point Tom Brady was going to fall off a cliff, and now we're seeing it. Uh, well, that's literally like saying that's literally like saying it will rain one day. Like, of course, it's going to. He gave a time like, frame. He just it just didn't happen during. I mean, the time yeah, maybe. eventually he's got to get worse. Yeah, you have to look. They at all it. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to look at it like right. that. Eventually, they're they're going to degrade. The thing about it was, if Tom had retired last year, he wouldn't be having the season he is now, and he, it's not going to hurt his legacy much. But it is hurting his legacy a little bit. I, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I'm talking like, I don't think, don't think it so. is either. Because he can write it. If anybody can write this situation, yeah. if anybody can fix it, yeah. it would be Brady. He could. It will be Brady. Nobody remembers Jordan in, in Washington. I, I do. remember. I, I do. I do. Is anybody there's ready to pump the brakes people, and say the Bucks There's will be only fine? certain people that can stay like the same week. I ain't saying that they're playing. They're playing it. They're playing. They're playing. Well, I guess last week the only reason I asked that will is because last week we talked about is Brady done. So I was just saying, and a lot, a lot of a lot of you guys said no. So I was just, I mean, granted, it was one game, obviously, but I'm just saying, you know, given the team that they have, I mean, that team's not very good around them. Offensive line struggling. So I mean, can't run the football. Yeah, correct. Will they make the playoffs? I mean, he's got Brady going to be able to ride this in the playoffs if they make the playoffs to ride the ship. He's if they're gonna make month. the playoffs, it's because that's a bad conference. It's a bad yeah. conference I mean, overall. Yeah, it's a terrible bad conference. conference. I agree. That that's the only reason why they make it at all. Yep. Bad conference. One thousand percent. Because the NFC might... South. Because the NFC South got to get one. You got to get yep. one from this, and it might end up being them. And it'll it'll be them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that might yep. get them through. Other than that, he's got about a month to write this ship. To really make a like true Brady run at the playoffs. He's got about a month to turn it around. Hell, you can be what? <laughs> the way that division looking, you could be nine and eight. Yeah, but I'm not division going to playoffs at nine and eight. A Brady run, which is not going to happen, but a Brady run would be him vying for the number one spot to get the home field advantage. And see, that's the thing with the Bucks. You're so far behind. Everywhere you go in the playoffs, you're going to be on the road, and you're going to yep. have every, you're going to have everything going against you if you make the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. you know. Do you guys see comparisons to one LeBron James as far as there's no more carrying the team for Tom Brady? That's I think that's what point we're at. Mm -hmm. I think that he's still a legitimate quarterback, one of the top probably eight or nine quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. He's no longer the only one anymore. He's no longer TB12. There's no like you gotta have people around you. It's gotta be a Peyton Manning type riding off into the Grease Sunset Mm -hmm. type situation. Um, where he's you know, like Peyton Manning's neck was like Making him not make a throw, like he looked like a one of those right. punching. What, what are those old that old game where you one just uh, rock'em sock'em robots? Games, yeah, yeah, rock'em sock'em robots. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what Peyton looked like when he's throwing the ball. And like, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure if they have that same defense either. I mean, I know the I know they got well, dudes they got, on that it, defense. I know well, they got dudes on that defense, but well, you know, you know, Shaq yeah, Barrett's uh, out. But, you know, some of those, some yeah. of those, uh, Carlton Davis right. is out. Injuries, injuries, injuries yeah. are killing them. Um, they can't, like I said before, they can't run the football for nothing. Nope. Um. And they really don't have a speed burner outside of Scotty Miller, who can't run number fly routes. Right. That, that Tryon Smith dude, uh, he plays like a hybrid safety. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Number five. Yep. Yep. That that dude's a freak, dude. Now he's for real. He's he, for real. He, he reminds yeah. me of um of uh, Will, one of me and Will's favorite Will and I's favorite players. Um, uh, why can't I think of his fucking name right now? This is ridiculous. The Chargers. Excuse me. 
why can't I think of his fucking name? The safety for the Chargers. I, I'm blanking on his name because I've had too many pumpkin ales. <laughs> um, oh, boy, from Florida State. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James. Derwin James. Yeah, I don't know why I blanked on his name, but yeah, that's who he reminds me of. Like, like, but like a linebacker version. He's a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'll, I tell the story all the time. When I saw Derwin James in real life, I was like, what in the fuck is that, dude? Like, he. Yeah. I thought he, I thought there was a linebacker playing deep on a prevent coverage mm-hmm. at one point. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like that guy, on? I was like, that's Derwin James. I was like, holy shit. He is fucking gigantic, dude. He is yep. huge. Yep. And, he, and he is just out there. He's out there fucking one-on-one. He's cover one against fucking wide receivers and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's yeah, so man. fast. And I'm like, that is a, that, that is a new school. That's a new, that's something new. We haven't seen anything like that dude before. If you guys watch the Chargers at all, watch number yeah, thirty. Go watch Durham. Yeah, he wears go watch three Durham. now. Yep. He wears three yep. now. But like, he's yeah. a stud, man. Yep. Dude, he is ridiculous. He's if he good. can stay healthy, man, ooh we. He gives you that's, something that he gives you something in that secondary that most teams don't have. I'm telling that's you like know. Ed. It's like Ed Reed with that green. Ed mushroom. Reed. I was gonna <laughs> say that Ed Reed a little bit with yeah. the green mushroom. Just make him yep. bigger. Just, just like make him on Madden. Yeah. He's a safety I would have made on Madden. Man. Also, guys, real quick for the Eagles though, uh, watch out Week 13. They play the Titans. That that could be that could be. Guys, the pistol quarterback you get. The Eagles going undefeated right now. The pistol quarterback about- you get. No, I don't that's think fair. they're going to go undefeated. If you, I'm if saying, if where are they, they going to loot? Where are they going to fall? Dallas is the only gonna, team I can see. I don't trust the Giants. I don't see how you see Dallas is going to beat them when they've already beaten Dallas. Because it's a rivalry, number one. And number but two, it's going to be in, in Philly. Yeah, so it, it's already happened before throughout the history of their rivalry. They've won in Philly before. And it's a, and it's a rivalry game. You know, Dak's going to be hyped up for it. You know, everybody's going yeah, like to be said, hyped up. Yeah, but it's exactly what we said last time. I can't it's see like exactly else like you said. Do you trust Dallas the, doesn't have defense right now? And they, so well, they can't run, miss a loft pass. In the they can't. Zone. They can't stop the run. But when it comes to the pass, they really. They're Trevon Diggs. If he's not Trevon playing, Diggs. if he's not gambling back there and actually playing the, the position where it's meant to play, that's a good foot. That's a good defensive football team, and that's how they have to win a lot of defensive the field position game. They have to win that to go ahead and get wins. And I just think because I don't trust the Giants to do it. I don't trust the I don't trust the commanders. God, I can't believe I just said that. I don't trust the commanders to do it. Um, I think that's the only team in the division that can that would have a shot. Yeah, Will's one hundred percent correct about. I mean, the the rivalry thing is a thing. Like that's if a Trayvon thing Diggs, between Trayvon them. Yeah, he's gonna play. He's gonna play straight up and not try and jump routes in the Philly, right. in the Philly game because that's yeah. just like a thing. They're they're gonna play more sound. And if the the and if the Cowboys play sound, historically they're actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Right, they, they, their their calling card is they don't play sound football. <laughs> like they that's just don't. The thing. They don't play sound football most they of the time. That's don't. the thing. But if they do, they're actually pretty good, and that's oh, yeah. possible. But it's the NFL, dude. And, and if I'm not mistaken, all those guys from the Cowboys are in the NFL, and all the guys from every other team they're going to play are in the fucking NFL. And every single week, there's I'm some weird fucking win. Go undefeated. I'm just they're saying. Not. I'm not, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying I believe the chances of an NFL team going undefeated, you're more likely to hit the lotto. It almost Eli Manning happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, yeah, correct. Yeah. Somebody going to get you. Somebody going to get you. To so, Will's point again, the one team that fucking beats the Patriots every single time 
happens to be the Giants, happens mm-hmm. to be the 18-0 Super Bowl, happens to be Eli Manning, happens mm-hmm. to be off the helmet, happens mm-hmm. to be one of the greatest throws that's ever fucking been made in a, in a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The, the dime that he throws to Plaxico Burris on the sideline. Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, yeah. David. It, it was, yeah, it was Tyree, David Tyree. Was the catch. David Tyree. Yeah. Tyree was the helmet catch, Tyree. but the dime. Tyree. Catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. less known throw from Eli Manning was the 2011 Super Bowl where they played the Patriots. And he made like a 35-yard pass down the sideline. And it, it was like Sterling Shepard, I believe. Mm-hmm. He fucking put this ball. Literally, Sterling Shepard just goes like this. And it just it, the, the tip of the ball just goes into his hands. He's running full speed down the sideline, two feet in. The most One of the most beautiful dimes I've ever seen. It was an Aaron Rodgers dime. Mm-hmm. And e- Eli Manning just happens to go like idiot savant in the biggest moments and just make dime throws. He, I don't even think he thought, saw where he was throwing. Pressure in his face. Back he foot, yeah. he just threw right. it, and it was just lucky. Like somebody back there. Yeah, Eli, right, Eli, Eli Manning has God in his corner. Oh. <laughs> All right, I have you guys. A big announcement to make, Will, before the end. Should we need to. Go. Well, you need to say it because we got to go. We're over. Yes. Uh, uh, hey, we're not. We're not ever over, Jesse. We and are we're, over. We're here and we're present. Okay, mm-hmm. get the call map. Okay, we're going to talk about meditation later. Um, <laughs> next week. Next week, the premiere of my song Josie Haney on the sports report. Um oh I will record it and we'll just run a tape. Oh my we'll go full gosh. screen on it. Oh it's a song called Josie Haney. Um oh my Elias gosh. out here. <laughs> so next week tune in. That's gonna be oh that's the gosh. big that's the, that's this this might be the enchilada of all time sports report. Joe's, I think um, this the, might be T Boy esque. This, this might be what gets Dan fired. <laughs> Joe's, Finally, might, remember that song Tim Tebow had? Remember that song? This might be along them lines. It's uh, it's gonna be, and I'm I'm hoping it's every bit William Hung that you guys think it's gonna be. <laughs> and and Joe, and, on and on that note, and on that note. Thanks. The hardwood Wednesdays, baby. There you go. Any answer? Still go, go, go.